The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. a simple fix. It's such a simple fix. It's a soldering iron. That's all you need. And it stops up. It stops up. It's a solder. It's just a solder. That's all. I'm going to buy a solder. Right. There's no way he's fallen asleep in, in the first... He's been on the phone for four minutes. Hey, boss. There we go. You sound like a Dalek. Is that you? What? You sound like a Dalek. You sound like a dickhead. Sorry? You sound like a Dalek. Is that how you breathe? Is that how you breathe? You snore for breathing? Yeah. Jeez. You should donate your body to medical science while you're still alive. Oh, no. Yes. The sound sounds a bit odd tonight. I couldn't care less. It's very I annoying. don't care! Where's Kath? Because I'm looking on YouTube, you... there's a gaping hole under the top radio side. Yeah, that's normally when Kath's in. That's rude! Well, um, more in it. Mm, um, no, here's the thing, Alan. If you listened to the show... Oh, catch up on YouTube. 
if you listened to the show, you'd know where Catherine was. Well, I didn't listen last night because I was in home. Kath's in a Kath's in a coma. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, I'll be praying for her. Okay. Not a coma. Sorry, no. Uh, Kath's, Kath's on holiday. Sorry, sorry. I get the two confused. He's gone. That was it. That was it. Imagine if Alan topped himself tonight because he was so concerned about. He didn't hear. He didn't hear the reveal that Catherine was all right, and he topped himself. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm all right. Um, a bit of a pain in my neck. You know, the, not not the neck. The neck is the back bit. The, what's the the front neck? You know the front neck. What do they call? So anyway, so I've got this pain, and it's on the right hand side. And if I turn my head like that, then the just in there. But I can't fit. It feels like. Oh well, today I thought I had cancer, and that's not even me making a joke. You can't make a joke like that. Genuinely, I'm feel I'm feeling it, and I'm touching it, and it feels. I can't feel a gland swollen, but it's that kind of ache. It's not a. It's not a. It's not I've pulled a muscle. It's like an ache. And 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 I'm thinking, oh God, I'm dying. But 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 there's good news. I got a bed today, and I got the internet. Put those two things together. <laughs> That's, that is perfect for a middle-aged divorce man. Think you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you know exactly. You know exactly what I'm saying. I can watch Netflix in bed, which is which is great. Uh, which is great news for me. So bed came, men put men, bed came, men built bed, men squeezed mattress upstairs, men put mattress on bed, men left. Ian put sheet on bed, get in bed, sleep. That was my day. Oh, and I met, um, if anyone knows what's wrong with my, the, it's the front neck. 03444991000 is the telephone number. If anyone knows what is wrong with me, please. If you got if you're a doctor or you have um why can't you get surely here's something. This I'm going I'm prepared to give this I'm prepared to give 50% of this. We'll start the show in a minute. I am prepared to give 50% of this idea away, okay? All I need is a boffin that can do it. You know on um you know on your phones now it can read you read your fingerprint, and from your fingerprint, it gets like your heart rate. It tells you your heart rate. It tells you how many steps you've done. Well, it must be possible to put your finger on the um, f- the FPR, the fingerprint reader, and for it to diagnose all diseases in your body. Or you spit on the screen. And it reads your DNA. That must be possible. That sounds, five years ago, that would have sounded like science fiction. Now it's sounding like um, science, f- uh, I'm going to say faction. Nothing else I can say. So if anyone has the technical, I've got the idea. Is I've got another bit of the idea that I'm not going to reveal on the radio because I'm not stupid. And otherwise you just run off and steal it. So that you've got like a bit of the idea, but you haven't got the main bulk of the idea. Um, so if there's anybody listening, um, uh, machine code programmer, machine code assembly language, basic um, C code, binary, 
snake python python if there's anybody who who can program in those languages um and can make an app for me that will do exactly what i require it to do then could you give us a call please oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand and um that we're gonna make we're gonna make shed loads of money i could see the reflection Haley. that's how i knew that television was on that's how i knew that's how i knew that you hadn't done your job properly because i could see the reflection in that that's great that's how i did it that's how i did it <clears throat> so we've talked about the bed and the internet we have talked about my medical app we're, we're really racing through these talking points tonight um okay next one uh tonight on the way into work london was reeking of petrichor okay done that one um i don't know what that says i don't know what that says so that's the show in a nutshell um and you can call up about any of those things i've talked about petrichor apps um catacoma um, any of those things whatsoever, or maybe you think there's a big news story or a little news story that you really want to hear on the radio and you think, oh, they don't talk enough about, um, Muslims. There's not enough about, or, or Brexit. You can phone in about those things, guys. You can phone in about those things. Bit discombobulated today, if I'm completely honest. It's been a busy old day. I met. Oh, that was it. That was. I knew that. Yeah. So I met Jack from uh, the Love Island today, the male winner of Love Island, and I love a bit of Jack and Danny. Um, I didn't meet Danny, but I met Jack. He had the most amazing teeth. But I tell you who I met so briefly, but I was even more impressed. I ate a salad while Jack ate a steak on television. We were. This is the, how weird my job is, right? I was paid hundreds of pounds, right? I'm not going to go into, I'm not going into exact figures. It was hundreds, right? To sit at a table with Jack from Love Island while he pretended to eat a steak. The steak had been cooked like the night before, so he wasn't going to eat it. And I ate a salad while the lady from Celebs Go Dating whose name escapes me, talked about are vegetarians less attractive to women than meat eaters. I got paid hundreds of pounds for that. What is wrong with this world? Nadia Essex, that's it. Never met her before, but I like celebs go dating. You know, they asked me to go on first dates, the French restaurant show. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, is that the one where you have to take your clothes off? If they ask me to go on that, um, what, what's that called? Fanny box or something? Is that, what's that called? Um, world of dicks or something like that. You know the one where you've got to strip off? If they ask me to go on that, I'd consider it. I'd consider going on, uh, world of dicks and fanny box. But I'm not going to go on first. But I like no, I like um, celebs go dating. I think it's a great show. And and Nadia was there, and I, I didn't get a chance to speak to her because I was eating a salad while sat next to um, Jack Derbyshire from um, Love Island. So that's um, that's my weird 
I either did those things or I took some LSD today. I, I, I cannot remember at this stage which of those it was. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, you can listen to Talk Radio on DAB, you can download the app, or go to the website, talkradio.co.uk. And I'm proud to say that this show has the largest online figures of the station, by, like, quite a long way. We still only get, like, 63 or something, but that's, like, way more than the other shows. So, well done. Well done, us. High fives all around. Oh, I've got a topic. I'll do that in a minute. Remind me. David! Hello, mate. Uh, let's, let's steady on. How are you? Well, I'm good. We don't know each other, and you've gone straight in with the mate. I respect that. We do, we do actually. Uh, last time I was on, I read you a story of Buster Gonad and his. Okay, well, it doesn't mean well, it doesn't mean we know each uh, other. Right, we don't know each other. We don't well, know each other. Well, we're you, kind you, of. You read um, you read a cartoon. Uh, I've, I've, di- I've had a, di- a dilemma today. You read last time you were on. You read a comic strip from the um Viz, from Viz. Viz comic. It was yeah, that was, that was one of the better ones, by the way. Okay, well, what's your dilemma, mate? Right, today. Where to dump a body? No, no, okay. not quite. Well, maybe. Oh. Might get to that. Okay. <laughs> today, um, I opened a washing machine, and I took out my Nottingham Forest football shirt. Oh, okay. And I, I went and hung it on the line, and my missus wasn't too happy the things in the washing machine. And she's threatened to leave my underpants in for a week. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. So you, you, because you you dropped out from, either you dropped out or I switched off because it was dull. But you're saying that you opened the washing machine, you you only took out your, um, your Swansea Football Club shirt. No, 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 Nottingham Forest. I do apologise. So you took out your um, Notts County shirt. Nottingham Forest. Hmm? Nottingham Forest. Okay, I don't know. So you, you, you took out... Yeah. This this um, Derby it County. Was, it was a disgusting act, I admit. You put and you hung that out to dry, but you yeah. didn't take anything else out to dry. No, no, I left I left uh, I left uh, things in the washing machine. I yeah. must have. Well, did, now, do you have a washing line or do you use a clothes horse? Uh, I've got a washing line. How working class of you? Hello. At least I know how to use the pegs. You don't know how to use the phone. Eh? So. You, and is it is it a line or is it one of the spinny ones? It's one of those spinny ones. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know you, people still had those. Yeah, yeah, quite quite primitive here in Nottingham, you know. Um. Okay. Well, then you're a, you're a shit of a man, and you deserve everything <laughs> you get. And I'm going to come and make love to your wife, as yeah. t- and you can watch, but you can't oh, touch. Good 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 luck with that one. Thank you very no, much. I don't get nowhere. Well, here's the thing, right? One of the things I hate more than anything in the world, right? There are, there are two things I hate in the world. One of them is Go taking on. the stuff out of the dishwasher. Yeah, that's oh, right. I've got a dishwasher in my, new, in my farm. I'm amazed I even knew how to open the washing machine door. Yeah, you got to wait. you got to wait. How, how, how much of your life, you none, I'm speaking to the, 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 the mums, <laughs> how much, and the, the men who are in touch with their site, no. their female site, how much time have you wasted crouched by the washing machine, go, uh, trying to open it? No, no, no. Just wait for the click. It's two minutes. It's, it's literally 120 seconds. Wait for the click. But no, you just keep going. No, not done yet. Not done yet. Come on, you bugger. Not done yeah. yet. Um, I don't even know how to use the dishwasher. Well, uh, here's the here's the, you know dishwashers are a con, and I'm having just got a dishwasher. I'm reminded what a con they are. Well, most people just have children. We don't need dishwasher, you know. Um, 
We, we used to have a router on the wall. We did say you who's got to do pots on, why, on different days of the week. Why you know? are you reminding me that my kids don't live with me? We were the dishwashers. <laughs> and they're laughing at that. Um, here's the thing. When you have a dishwasher, you don't just buy dishwasher tablets that are expensive. You've got to buy cleaning fluid. What the hell yeah. is that? Rinse, salt. rinse aid salt, and rinse salt. Aid. Yeah. Rinse aid and salt. Yeah. So a wash in a dishwasher, yeah. it's about 15 quid a pop. It takes as long to stack it and unstack yes. it. Yes. To just bloody wash it. I hate, anyway. exactly. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. And I also hate hanging out the washing. Now, I've got, um, I'm uh, not common anymore, so I haven't got a clothesline or a rotary. I've got a clothes horse. Oh, all right, yeah. But it's a, it's such a fun. You do it, and it just by, by the time I've, if you're doing all your socks and pants, it it takes forever. Yeah. Well, do, do, do know what I did to, to, to make things better. I went back and I got her things out and pegged them out so to make her a bit happier. Right. Well, that's you. You're well. Then you well, have. I'm, I'm good at drilling holes, though, and putting pictures yes, up. Yes, sir. And... He's good at drilling. Oh. Yeah. I can't. Here's the I'm thing. I'm doing all the man things in, in the house. How many children have you got? Oh, four. Okay, well, you're quite good at that. They've all left home. I, um, I can't drill. I can't put things on the wall. And luckily enough, in this new farmhouse, there are some uh, hooks up on the wall already. But they're only strong <laughs> enough. <laughs> they're only strong enough for the tiny pictures. I want, I've got a massive poster of a, a Bruce Lee. Bruce live film in a oh, big frame. Right. I want to hang that up, but yeah. none of the none of the tiny hooks are strong <laughs> enough for it. So what do I do? I just let, lean it against the wall. Give me a call. I'll come and do it for yes, you. Yes. Hey, you're in Nottingham. I am in Nottingham. I might be coming to Nottingham in a couple right. of weeks. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. To kill you. No, yeah. <laughs> I might be coming to Nottingham in a couple of weeks to go and see Stephen Page. I don't know. Stephen Page is in the country, guys. StephenPage.com, former singer of the Bare Naked Ladies, touring um, with uh, Kevin Fox on the old cello and Craig Northy on the guitar. They played over here uh, a few months ago. They're playing again. I'm off Friday. I'm off Friday. I don't know if you guys know that. Who cares? To go and see them at the Union Chapel. Um, but uh, So go and see them. If you come to the Union Chapel, come and say hello. Um, but they're going to be in the studio. Oh yeah, we got. They're going to be in the studio on Thursday. We've got a band coming in. I should say that to the production team. There's a band coming in on Thursday to play some songs. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. So today I got loads of furniture delivered, including four flat pack dining room chairs. And I thought I'm going to build these because this 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 can't be that difficult. And it wasn't. It was quite easy, but it was hot. So hot. It's too hot. So, so, no. So, I'm, I'm building them. I'm thinking, oh, I'd like to watch a movie. Now I've got the internet. Came on about 12 o'clock. Now I've got the internet. I'd like to watch a movie. Good old Netflix. I booted up Netflix, right? And the first film I chose to watch, because I've heard there's a, there's a documentary floating around. There's two documentaries I want to see. One about Robin Williams. And one, I think there's a documentary about David Spade. I think. I think I've got that right. Maybe it's Dana Carvey. Anyway, I think it's David Spade. And so I wanted to see this David Spade documentary, and I thought it was on the Netflix. So I went to search, and I typed in David Spade. 
I didn't. I typed in Dav, and then loads of names came up, and one of them was David Spade. So, they didn't have the documentary there. If anyone knows where I can watch it, legally, legally, of course, um, let me know. Um, So, but they came up with a load of movies that's got David Spade in, right? And I saw one of them, I thought, oh, I'm going to give that a go. It looks like a lot of fun. I've seen the posters around. It looks like a lot of fun. So, I spent a little over two hours today watching the David Spade, Adam Sandler movie, Grown Ups. I'm a 45-year-old man, and I made the decision. I was, I was sober, I was straight, and I made a decision to watch Grown Ups. What was I thinking? Sam loves it. Do you see it, Hayley? You love it? Oh, jeez. This is the problem with you kids, right? Kids. You didn't have the great classics. You didn't have the classic movies that we, the comedy movies that we grew up with, like Stir Crazy um, or um, uh, it's, a, it's a Mad, 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 Mad World. You know, classic comedies. Genevieve, classic comedies. You didn't have these. Passport to Pimlico. Didn't have these. So you you think that um, Grown Ups is a good movie. It's not. In the history of movies, Grown Ups sucks. And it's about these horrible men. These horrible... I'm going to say fat, but I don't mean that they're... I'm just using that as a descriptive word. That's not part of what's horrible about them. But these horrible men... Right? Who haven't grown up. They're immature men. There were these films. I'm surprised Vince Vaughn wasn't in it. I bet he was on set for at least five days when they filmed it. But they're all about man babies. And um, their wives have to put... And all their wives are like really stunning. Really stunning wives. And they're all... The wives are like, oh, my body's so unpleasant now. And I've... Yeah. It's just like really stunning wives and these horrible man babies who could never get wives that hot in their lives, right? And someone like someone dies. They were kids once, and now they're men. And someone dies, and they go back, and they've lost touch with what it's like to be alive. Um, and they. They play basketball. Jeez. And it's awful. There were... I can think of one laugh. There's one laugh when um, the four-year-old st- is still being breastfed. Because that happens. That's funny because it happens and it's weird. And anyone that breastfeeds a four-year-old, uh, personally, I think I think it's some kind of sex crime. I'm not even joking about that. I think it's... That's weird. Four-year-old breastfeeding? So that bit was that bit was funny. There was an old lady that farted. Um, um, there was some hot girls bending over and fixing a car. I mean, it was that kind of movie, that kind of movie. So I watched that while I was building these chairs. It took a little bit longer than I thought to build these chairs, and um, but I did it. I've got four dining chairs now. Yes, man. And so I watched it. And I thought, you know what? 
film was terrible. So I'm going to watch Grown Ups 2 immediately after. Immediately after I watched Grown Ups 2. Now it's confusing because Grown Ups 2 is three years after Grown Ups 1. Right? So the kids in it are now like horny teenagers. Uh, and it doesn't... Re- and and um, Rob Schneider isn't in it. And some of the it doesn't some of the superfluous it doesn't make any sense it, it doesn't follow on at all from grown ups doesn't make any they're in a different place they've all t- it's and I start while I'm watching it I'm reading about it and uh, and I'm reading IMDb and it's going this is one of the worst films ever made it got nominated for eight Razzies I think it is that they get nominate for lousy films it's like a record. And, and it's several film. And I got 20 minutes into it. And I just went, Jesus. Oh, man. I'm I'm going to gouge my eyes out um, with, with uh, a knife if I carry on watching this. So I stopped watching it. And then I watched a little bit of Talladega Nights. And that was rubbish. You probably love that as well because you're an idiot, Sam. And then I watched... What did I settle on on the end? It don't matter. Um, so here's the here's the phone in. This here's the phone in, right? Grown ups one, whatever the kids over there say, was a terrible, terrible film. It did not deserve a sequel. The only sequel that Adam Sandler's ever done, trivia fans. It did not deserve a sequel. So one of the phone in things I'm throwing out there is terrible, terrible films that got a sequel that they didn't deserve. 0344 499 Okay? Terrible films that got a sequel that they didn't deserve because the first one was so terrible. 0344 499 The switchboard is empty, guys. I, so what that says to me is you are all mourning the fact that Catherine is in a coma. She's not in a coma. She's on a holiday. It was a slip of the tongue. So phone in and celebrate life. You'll speak to Haley. She'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. It won't cost you nothing. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative with just Ian Lee. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000. Slow on the phones, guys. That's why we've had to go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. We have to go to Mark. What are you talking about, man? I'm saying that if if I had a full switchboard, we Mark, have to go to Mark. That's like, that's a life chance to lose, man. Yes, exactly. If we had a full switchboard, I would not be going to you. I'd be the last one you'd click on, man. Yeah, exactly, and you're the only one. But so I know. Yes, you are the only... You're talking about Billy Bragg, Billy Bragg, man. Yes, you are the only I've only one. heard one Billy Bragg album, and it's... Is it Waking Up the Neighbourhood? I don't know. The best Billy Bragg album is called um, Workers' Playtime. Well, if you don't know the one I'm talking about, how do you know that the one I'm talking about is not... Oh, talks to taxman about poetry. Sorry? Yeah, but if you don't know the one I'm talking about, how do you know that the one I'm talking about is not the best <laughs> Billy Bragg album? I don't know. Exactly. I can't do the accent. I don't know, man. You know we've had Billy Bragg anyway, on this show. Hello. You've had Billy Bragg on the show? Yeah. Well, he's talking about socialism. 
He talks about top what, of the... What was that mullet? What was that voice? He was a dead mullet. No, that wasn't it. It's more... Do it, in... again, do it again, man. Do that one more time. I can't. Please. It hurts my throat. Do it again, please. That was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> do something, Mutley! Um, did they ever catch that pigeon? I don't know. Give me medal. Give me medal. Give me medal. No, that's not. He didn't talk like that. <laughs> Give me medal. What do you no, want, he Mark? Didn't talk like you just did it. He talked like I spoke. Yeah. What? What like do you want, it. Mark? What do you? I don't know. Uh, you cut me off because you rubbish game the other night. It was yes or no, and then some rubbish number game. Well, you we, we, you got like a ten. Ian, yes. Just, just listen while I'm talking. Well, to no, you. but you, you you come on here and you've you've libelled me. Why have I libelled you? Because it wasn't a rubbish yes/no game and it wasn't a rubbish numbers game. They were both when brilliant. Up, you got like a, you got like a ten second delay, right? So when I was getting through, right, it was a, it was a yes/no game. All right and then. I won it Do you want to play the yes/no game? Then you change the rules, and when I got through, Jesus it was a, it was a numbers game. And that Jerk. was rubbish. Man. Do you want to play the yes/no game? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it, man? Well, stop we already started. We've already started. Stop being an idiot. Do you want to play? Do you want to yeah, play? That one you day. can't talk. You can't talk when I'm. Do you want to play the game? Can I play the game? No, you can't answer with a question. Do you want to play the game? I do want to play the game. Shall I start the clock? If you want to. Okay. What's your name? What's your name? Do you want to start the clock? Which is, no, right. Well, you, right. You've been. If I were Des O'Connor, you'd be disqualified Listen, Ian, now. I'm never going to win this game, man. I'm, I'm brilliant at it. No, you just won't shut up, man. Says <laughs> Ian Lee. Are you all sure, man? Do you ever shut up? It's my job to talk! <laughs> and I'm a louder genius! Louder than else. Louder than anybody else. Is it your job to talk? It's literally my job oh, to talk. Oh, did you feel the pause there when you're struggling not to say yet? Uh, that and that. No, we're not playing I, that I game. You... What game are we playing? The game of love, 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 <laughs> ba dum ba dum bum bum. The purpose yeah, of a man is to love a woman, mind. and the purpose of a woman is to. Right, anyway, Ian, Ian, stop singing. Right. Um, the reason I rang up was you're into digitised writing and biffo and um, teletext. Not really. I mean, I know him. Yeah, you did. You did. A, you did. A, um, I've met him a couple of times, and he's a really, really nice, talented guy. I like him, but I'm not really into him. I'm not like a fanboy. I'm yeah, not sat into, there with my. Hold, I'm not sat on, there watching my on, VHS tapes. Will you shut up? I'm not sat there <laughs> what, masturbating over VHS tapes of CFAX. Like you are <laughs> some pixelated nonsense. Yeah, I'm not there. I'm not there touching myself, playing bamboozle. Bam- see, press the green button if you know the answer. Bamboozle, you're proper into teletext. You, I've seen you on the website. What do you want? I don't want anything. This chatting away. Okay, right. Thanks. Well, thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. Let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. Hello. Hello, Tony. Ah, uh, yeah. Hello, Tony. What have you got for us tonight on this holiest of nights? <laughs> the night Jesus was want, born. I just wanted to go on about, um, he's talking about, you know, bad um, remakes of film. Oh, he's not. Okay, yeah. Um, I'd just like to say, you know, you're talking about your evil dead, your dyads, and things like that, which are absolutely atrocious. Hang on. Remakes, you no, know. No, God, you, it's such an easy concept and no one can get it. Die, right. <laughs> Die Hard. How yeah. old are you, Tony? 
Well, 54. I was going to say 57. I'd have been three out, and that's not good enough for me. Right. Not too bad. But you've... Right. Die, Die Hard is a good film, yeah? Yeah, one or two of them are, but <laughs> on the whole, it's just a copy of every, all the others, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah. But all of the... all of Here's the thing about Die Hard. All of the Die Hard movies are brilliant. Well, I disagree with you, but there we are. Well, you're wrong. And you know that Die Hard 4, the one in Russia, you know that was supposed to be a lethal weapon movie? No. Yeah, it was supposed to be a lethal weapon movie. That's why they... And then they... And they another thing, lethal weapon, they're the same. They're, um, I've, never se- I've never seen a lethal weapon movie. Oh, trust me. Once you've seen one, you've seen them all. I've, I trust you. But that wasn't the phone-in. The phone-in was. It's so easy. People on Twitter weren't getting this. It's so easy. The phone-in is not... Crap remakes, right? Yeah. The phone-in was films that are so bad, like the first film that is so bad that they don't deserve a sequel, but yet they still make a sequel. Well, yes, Evil Dead, for one. Right, the first Evil Dead was good, yeah? Yes. Right, so it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. What is your point? That they make in sequels to, you know, crap films. The first one was a good film, frightened everyone, it's... and then they go make a stupid sequel. We've had, um, not on this show, but um, Bruce Campbell. I've interviewed Bruce Campbell. Anyway. Yeah. Right. But you've misunderstood the phone-in. Hang Can't on. Right, right. Hang on. Stay there. Let's. Uh, yes. David. Oh, hello. David, could you explain the, the phone-in <laughs> to Tony, please? <laughs> Very funny. I, can, I know exactly. So what it is, is they've got a... It's a bad... The first film is quite bad, and then... Yeah. So it shouldn't have a sequel. Like, the good film, in it, if it has a, ba- oh, if it has right. a sequel, it doesn't right, matter right. if it's bad or good. But you're not understanding the, the, the phone-in. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah, oh, I'm terribly sorry. I misunderstood. Right, so, so if it's a bad, it's a bad film, and then it gets a sequel, but, then yeah, it didn't deserve the sequel. It doesn't matter if, if it's a good yeah. first film, then maybe it deserves a sequel. You know. <laughs> yeah. So Tony, does Evil Dead does Evil Dead still fit into that category? No. Right. No, not in that sense. Does Die Hard does it fit into that category? Yeah, I think so. But you, but the first Die Hard is good, is it? Well, it, it it was good as a first movie. Right, yeah. so it doesn't oh, fit, it. David. <laughs> I thought he had it, then. it doesn't fit into the category. I understand. So you've got to think of a, a, to- a totally different film now, because it's not it's not the same, is it? If it's a good no. first film, and then the second one is also is bad, not not a good one, but you know. It's, uh, oh. So the first film, that. right? The first film yeah. has to be bad. Right. Right. I'm with you. So does Die Hard fit into that category? Um, no, not really in that respect, no. And, no. and it doesn't fit into that category because? Because the first film wasn't a good film. Was a good film. Yeah. Right, exactly. So but, the, it, the first film has to be bad, so that you, right. you, they finish, yeah. they fin- they, you finish the first film and go, well, that was bad, there'll never be no, a sequel no. to it, and then a year later they make a sequel to it. And you go, what? Yeah. But the first film was so bad, <laughs> why have they made a sequel? Yeah, yeah I've cottoned on now. All right, <laughs> give us a call back later on if you think of any, Tony. It's nice to talk to you, mate.
And you. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate the call, Tony. Thank you. David, stay there. We'll come to you straight after this. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Neon Lit Night Talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Let's, let's get some traction. Let's get some traction. Um, David. Oh, that was it. Yes, David. Hello. I'm sorry I had to put you in that position um, of... Um, quite, it's all right. I was, I was finding it quite funny, to be honest. I think it was helpful <laughs> for all of us to have it, have it explained by a different voice. Well, of course, yeah. I so think thank it's, you. Uh, it's important, yes. Yeah, so it's like a fresh was, pair uh, of eyes. How, why, is yeah. that, why is that thing? You know when you're looking for your keys, right? For example... Yeah. And you look everywhere and you can't find them. And you look everywhere two or three times and you can't find them. And then you say to someone, "Can I, come and give us a fresh pair of eyes. I can't see my keys. I'm sure they're here. And then they go, yeah, yeah, they're there on the table. And you go, oh, look there. How, how, there, there must be, a, what is the phenomenon where you are, you are temporarily blind to the thing you are looking for? I don't know. Do you, okay, well, that's the end of that conversation. What have you got for us, David? Uh, no, I was just calling because you were talking a little bit about um, the app earlier on of the medical, uh, the kind of, uh, you know, diagnosis. Oh, yeah, this is the app. This is the app. This is my idea. Copyright me. Yeah. Uh, well, you, well, touch, you touch the, your fingerprint on your phone and it does a full reading and tells you all the diseases along, the, you've got. It's coming along. It's coming along. I've seen it's a few years ago now. I was reading an article about well. a small box that you can put a small piece of blood inside the box. Yeah. And it will go through microfibers and uh, spin it around, you know, in the, um, yeah. you know, the centrifugal forces and so on. And it will, uh, not not everything, it's just a few things. It's, uh, you know, got a diagnosis of up to about 100 diseases, I okay. think it is. Well, the thing I will uh, have will have um, will have uh, a thousand diseases at least. And then well, you no, can no, buy... That's a great idea. You can buy extra diseases along. in app. You can buy well an in-app extra purchases. that you might want. Yeah. Here's here's an in app purchase that yeah. I was thinking would be a good idea, right? Yeah. So all you do is you have uh, so you know in your car you have like a like a range, uh, like one hundred and fifty miles. If you continue driving in this fashion with this amount of petrol left, you've got that much time left yes. in your yes. tank. Yes. Now a good in app purchase would be huh? if you could continue living the life that you are living right now how long would you you'd have like a kind of like put it this way you've got your fitbit on your wrist and you've got your this your idea is app. lecker yes yes yeah, so if you do if you do the little uh, thing that you've got a a little bit of uh like this purchase gets you a thousand more uh download like download this it gets you a thousand more diseases download this one you've got the range of your life you've got your disc clock on the uh on the side of the a desk on the, the other side of the app, like a desk, like a or or life. You know, it either have. You oh, have how long you're going to live for? Yeah. Well, you called it a desk. Oh, a death clock, right? No, no, not a desk clock. <laughs> a desk clock, like a table. No, no, not like a table. A death clock. Okay, so that's an in-app purchase for what? Ninety-nine p or something? Yeah. Well, it's up to you, really. It's not my app. I, I can't do this. Okay, I don't want to put blood in a box. I want it I to. Think s- at the moment you have to do the blood. I no, no, no. This, my app, my app is just going to read your fingerprint. But it's about the sweat on your fingerprint, or it's like um, it's like the biorhythms. 
biorhythm of your fingerprint. No, yeah. I'm not sure. I've never been. Uh, are you? Can, can I ask before. you two questions, David? Are you yeah, are you medically trained? No. Right. And are you um, computer literate? Could could you build this app? Yeah, I'm actually a coder. Oh. That's oh. what I do for a living. So. Oh, hang on a minute. Okay. Well, I was about to um, send you on your way with a, a thick ear, but come 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 a little bit closer. You're my kind of man. Yeah. Um, okay. So what? How do we? How do we do? So I've given you the idea. Well, I'm not a medical professional, so I can't do it, unfortunately. Well, I mean, I can build the app if you've got a medical professional involved, and you well, could tell me how to make it work. Well, I can I, make well, it look nice, you know, to make it uh, functional. Okay, so, so David, you can make... Okay, well, this is a start. Do you know what? I, sometimes I'm accused of being too negative. So, David, you can make the app look nice, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I can make it do whatever you want, but just not the medical side of things. Well, that's kind of what I want it to do, is the medical. You're saying you can make it do whatever you want apart from the one thing that I want. That's a little bit shonky. Well, you know, it's uh, it's, it's progress, isn't it? I don't know if you could code an app. Or could you? Sounds like a challenge. Well, go for it. I think it's a great idea. I think if you can get the right person on board, it'll, it'll do really well, but you do currently need to put your blood inside of a little box and it'll only do about a hundred in mine you will not have to put blood in a box i'm honestly i'm I'm excited i'm very very excited about this i mean keep keep my number on file i I got it very happily do it i like your attitude david you you're 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 sparky you're spunky you're full of uh vim and vigor and i like that thank you david i noticed an accent and that just goes to show british people are lazy foreigners rock Let's go to Lydia. Good evening, Lydia. Hiya. Are you medically trained in any way? Oh, no. No, I am a therapist there. So, yeah. It's not medicine, is it? No, I was actually talking about um, film. That's why I called. Okay, oh, go on. Okay, let's see, let's hope, let's see if, if you've, you've got the concept. Go on. Yeah, well, Sex in the City was crap, yeah. the first one, and slashy as hell. Yes, man. And the second one was no good. Because um, I, I went and saw... Se- You've got it. She's got it. The first film was crap, and they made a sequel. They were going to make a third one, but then um, Kim Cattrall fell out with um, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. I know so much about Sex and the City. Because uh, I used to love the series. I used to love the series because it was funny. It was a little yeah. bit dirty. I, I had a huge crush on Kim Cattrall. And um, it was just... It was good, well-made. Is that the ginger one? No, that's the old one. Okay. Um, oh right, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, and um, and when I went to New York about ten years ago, I went on a Sex and the City tour. Wow. Yeah, and then I went and saw the movie, and the movie was, it was just awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful. I've never seen anything as bad as that in my life. And then, and I didn't see the second one. Did you go and see the second one? I saw it on DVD. I didn't bother to buy a ticket. It, and it's just them in the desert, isn't it? On a camel. Yeah, yeah. It's Such a shame. I love those potty mouth yeah. ladies. They're so much fun. They're so free. It makes New York look like such a sexy city. But then, if yeah. they're not even going <laughs> to be in New York, uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to. And also, they were they were kind of. You know, for the roles they were playing, you know, these carefree 
promiscuous women. Um, well, maybe they weren't too old. I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit mean of me. But um, it also kind of set up. The, where were they? Abu Dhabi, wherever it's how you pronounce it. Kind of set it up to be a bit. Um, I don't know, like racial, racially insensitive. I guess. Now, funny you should say that because um, George Galloway's producer, Mark Machado, said that it was it was a little bit racist. But he is a person of colour. And I thought maybe he just had a chip on his shoulder. That's kind of a joke. Um, get, we're going to get complaints about that. Um, uh, but uh, but I, I, as I hadn't seen the film, I wasn't sure. But you're, you're backing it up that it's, it's kind of... It, it, what, what is it? It kind of falls on racial stereotypes about um, yeah. Arabs. Yeah. God. And they have to hide and they have to put a veil on to hide and it God. gets a bit like mm. ban, ban the burkas in the sex and yeah. the city movies is what i say <laughs> boris johnson would hate that movie i know um all right lydia that's on the list thank, right, you, thank you thank you for understanding what is actually a very simple simple premise that some people couldn't get let's try ian good evening ian all right and just some fun up about the movies um no uh, hang on a minute shut hang what? on a minute no, you're not. Oh, people are such dickheads. Not you, Ian. <laughs> right. So Charmless Nurk is just saying. I tried to call him, but didn't get called back. Presumably blacklisted. No, you're not blacklisted. You, we call in again, you idiot. Stop this sense of entitlement. I only saw one person come up on the screen that didn't get called back because they're banned, and it wasn't you. Well, it Mal. It wasn't Mo. Mo, Mo, Mo stopped calling in because we kind of told Mo off air, don't bother calling in anymore, mate. You're not, you're not welcome. Um, so please, people, if you don't get called back immediately, put down your handbag, stop having a hissy fit, stop being entitled little babies, and get on with it. Anyway, Ian, chill, what, out. chill out, man. <laughs> For me, I think Big Mama's House and Big Mama's House Two, shocking. Was Big Mama's House One bad? Yeah, it's terrible. Martin Lawrence. Right. Um, so you you're saying is this the one where he plays like a he plays like a big mama? That's the one, yeah. Why would he do that? God knows. I forgot all about the thing. Is he mentioned it, and I can just remember that one. And um, Ice Ventura and, and Ice Ventura. So. Um, I've never seen an Ice Ventura movie. I don't think. Don't. Are they not good? Crap, to be honest. I funny at all. Okay. Well, I, I like um, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Howard Stern. Jim Carrey. I like yeah. Jim Carrey's later movies, although I think he's a complete nut job. Get his later stuff. He's getting better, but I think he stopped acting uh, the prick. No, I know. You know what I mean. Stop acting Fine, the uh... prick. <laughs> 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 that sums him up perfectly. <laughs> I, I think he might have done Ian. Thank you very much, Matt. It keeps going to voicemail. For God's sakes, man, your phone is to cock and your attitude. There <sighs> we go. Let's try Hemo. Good evening, Hemo. Hello. Hello, Hemo. Got a, got a little rhyme for you. Okay. Kim Cattrall, sexy as hell, and she gets boobies out on TV as well. Um, yeah, she is sexy as hell. I remember one episode where she's riding... Um, She's riding like a swing, naked or something. Yeah, with the absolute vodka guy. Yeah, yeah. That was a very powerful image in my mind. 
I quite enjoyed watching that program when I was a teenage boy. Well, I used to love it, and it was kind of, you know, it was it was perceived as a girls' program, right? And yeah. so girls would watch it. But I didn't know any other blokes that watched it, but I was very happy to watch it because it was a bit sexy, and exactly. sometimes you got to see a bit of boob and a bit of bum. But Did also, you ever watch Queer? Oh, so, go on. But also, you got me quick, yeah. But also, I thought it was funny. I thought it was a funny show. Mm, it was. Okay. Is is that what you called in for? Your poem? No, I've got more. Go, I look forward to it. I've got a film. Yeah. All right. A sequel one. Yeah. Troll Two. Sorry. Troll Two. Troll Two. Yeah. What's that? It's, it's a film. Yeah. It's it's known as one of the worst, like the best worst films ever. Yeah. And basically, it's nothing to do with Troll One whatsoever. Right. Is Troll One good? I've, I've never seen Troll One. Right. Well, they, then, so you've just felt. What is it? Right. Hang on. Stay, stay there. Nick? Nick? Hi? Can you explain the phone into Hemo, please? Oh, yes. It's just general madness. No, no, you're right. No, it's not. Right, hang oh, on. I got it. Cleo? Yes? Can you f- explain the phone in to Hemo, please? Clack first film, which did not deserve a sequel. Troll 2. Right. So, no, but you've not seen the first film, the first Trolls. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I know the second one didn't deserve it. Well, you, the second one didn't deserve what? To be made. But that, well, <laughs> flip it, right, cut him off, cut him off. He's got, <laughs> Hemo's gone, he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Sorry you had to be part of that, Cleo. Hemo deserves <laughs> everything he gets. <laughs> I love it when they don't get the right, um, anyhow. How um, could he not get... He's not seen the first one, and he's just phoned in to say, I've got a crap film for you. That's not the phone-in! He simply cannot judge the quality of the first one. Oh, man. Well, luckily we got rid of that idiot, so... Well, well, you might be calling me an idiot in a second, because I'm going to suggest Rocky. Right. But the first Rocky's Rocky great. Pop. Ah, shit. The first Rocky's well, a great I movie. the sequel. Oh, it's awful. And Rocky 2 is great. Rocky 2 is amazing. But Rocky 1 is born. Well, that's not the calling, is it? Who is that? It is. Is that Hemo? Yeah, someone else is an idiot now, aren't they? I cut you off. Who put you back on? I'm still here. I've got something else I want to say. Go on. How many many cities have you ever had sex in? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is a great question. Stay there, Hemo. Stay there, Cleo. Stay there, Nick. 0344 499 The Late Night Alternative. Um, on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
with caution but approach nonetheless this is the late night alternative on talk radio with myself Catherine is no longer with us for the next two weeks she's on holiday um we are very simple phoning tonight you can phone about anything you want and we got nick we got uh, cleo Oga, hemo all these all these guys the, oh, we got we got the greatest callers we got the greatest callers trying really trying to work on my truck we got the greatest callers the greatest car um so Sequel. The first right. So films that were so bad that you thought, well, that they'll never make a sequel to that. But then they make a sequel because I watched Grown Ups today, which was awful. And then I even started watching Grown Ups too, and wanted to cut my ears off and hump them. Um, we were talking to Hemo and Cleo. What? Hey, we spoke to you two. Yeah, but we'll just sort of like get lost, Hemo. Yes, hello. get lost. We spoke to those guys. What are they still doing on? He asked, how many cities have you had sex in? 69? <laughs> it's probably about three. Let's go to Olga. Good evening, Olga. Turn your, turn your radio off, please, Olga. Okay, Google. Volume one. No, no, Google Volume Zero. That Volume One is on. Okay, Google Volume Zero. Well, Google off. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Google. Or, 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 this out. is how lazy we are, right? So we used to have to get up and go to the other side of the room to turn something down or off, right? And then we got lazy, and you could sit there and you could pick up a remote control and point it and zap it. And now we're so lazy, we don't even want to lift our arms. We just sit there and go, uh, uh, go, go off, please. When you speak to your robot butler, do you say please and thank you? Um, sometimes I just go, bitch, can you say... Whoa, whoa, for... dude, apologies for any... Come on, man, you can't say that. Well, sometimes you need to say... No, um, no, you um, don't. Apologies to anyone offended by Olga's um, uh, robotic sexual sexism. She's actually my favourite girl in the whole world. Well, that... Do you know what? Having spoken to you a couple of times, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. You sound like a very sad individual. She sets an alarm for me. She does everything I need to do. Everything? She does my shopping, except for the sex, sex, obviously. Well, you can... can, um, just get a, a, a file and, and, and get a small groove in the side. Nah, Google's not going to do that. Google's not going to do that. Google can do most things. Google won't do that. It's going to happen, though, man. You know sex bots are on the rise. If you're in Japan, yes. Not just Japan. England. No, it's illegal in this country. <laughs> no, it's sex bots are illegal in England. I'm pretty sure they are. No, they're not. Sex bots 
Well, good luck finding one then. There's oh, we found one. You can't just go to Curry's and go. Oh, can I have a sex bot? Can they you? don't sell them in Curry's, but we spoke oh, to a know. bloke. We interviewed an actual sex bot owner and his sex bot. Well, this is why I listen to this radio show. Well, you learn all these. You learn all of these things. You can maybe I tell you what we'll we'll, we'll do a crowdfunding source. Crowdfunding so we'll do a we'll do a crowdfunding for your source and we'll buy you a sex bot. I reckon we might have more luck if we crowdfund your um your um mm-hmm. app for medicine stuff. Do, no, I don't and want any crowdfunding can... for my app for medicine stuff because then I have to share the profits with the the idiots that just um, cashed in on it. So I want I want I want all the profit for this. Yeah, man. This is going to make me money. So this is my app for a phone. You put your thumb on the little keypad thing and it scans your body and it tells you what diseases you've got. Well, Hmm? (laughs) yeah, man, good luck. Yeah, no, I don't need good luck. Well, my girlfriend's actually trying to call me and she says, call me if you're free. Girlfriend. I'm just going to send her a text. Girlfriend. All right, mate. All right, mate. No, 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 no. I love you more than I love her. Go, go. Your girlfriend's calling you. Of course she is, No, mate. I'm just telling her, give me one minute. Have you ever heard of the football commentator, now deceased, called Jimmy Hill? Um, I'm not that English, but Have yeah. Have you ever heard of the um, uh, gentleman called Chin E. Recon? Chin E. Recon? Chin E. Recon. I'm learning new things. You don't? Yeah, Chin, there's a guy, guy um, called Chin E. Recon. Right. He, he was friends with Jimmy Hill. Okay. And just you talking about your girlfriend makes me think of Chinny Recon and Jimmy Hill. Okay. Okay, just that's all I'm saying. All right. As long as you've got those those statistics. I've got that right. Um, did you manage to catch the film Jim Bob then? Jim Bob? Yeah, Jim Bob. Jim Bob. June Bob, the one we spoke about the last time I called in. Have we spoken before? If, yeah, I asked you if you'd seen the film June Bob. And you went, no, but you're going to try to check it out. Um, oh, yeah, I saw it. It was awful. What a waste of two hours of my life. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to be into those sort of films for it to now be he, interesting. Now he tells me. So uh, so not only did I not actually watch the film, but if I had have watched it, I would have wasted my time watching it because I wouldn't have liked it. Thanks, Olga. Well, uh, well that only says so much about your taste in films. It's, it says more about my taste in films I haven't seen than your taste in films. Well, you've seen the film Grown Ups, and I would have never watched that, considering that... It's great. You, you should watch it. You've actually stated yourself it's a rubbish film. Well, I'm, saying, I'm only saying Grown Ups is a rubbish film so that more people don't watch it because I want to keep it to myself. I want to keep it as my own little secret. It's actually a brilliant film. Yourself in the world, then. Yeah, exactly. I recommend you should watch Grown Ups. But I think you should watch Grown Ups 2 because it's even better. I wouldn't even watch Grown Ups. I'd watch Grown Ups 2 if I was you. Well, I saw the first 15 minutes of the first one and then I went, oh, not Adam Sandler again. Mm, okay. Well. <laughs> Do you get my point? I get you. I get you. I, to be honest, I kind of stopped listening. All right, man. I'm really sorry. So the film Junebug was interesting or not interesting, you said? Um, it was it was not interesting. Uh, what a shame. 
Um, uh, well, but I didn't watch it, so I, um... You know what the thing is, right? Yes. One of the reasons why I recommended the film yeah. is because the last couple of months, right, we've been suffering from a bug, and it's a really, really hot bug, hot you know? Hot it's bug. Like, yeah, it's like the whole night, it's like 50 degrees, you can't sleep, you're all sweating and stuff, you know? I just felt like, just throw that in there, we're having a June bug, or maybe a July bug. yeah. So keep, yeah. keep talking, otherwise you can hear me typing. All right, then. No problem. Um, uh, I can recommend a film for the next conversation we have, if you want. Yeah. Well, is it... Right. i tell you why I'm typing, right? This is rude of me. Okay. But someone just messaged me on Twitter saying, did I see you at such and such a place today? And I sent them a private message saying, yes, I did. Yes, you did. Um, but I don't want to say not like a sexy not like a sex club i said yeah but i'm uh, you did see me there but i'm not replying publicly because i don't want people to know where i live she saw me near the farm so then she i thought that maya have seen you at the restaurant that you went with your friend from um from from love island we weren't in a restaurant we were in the good morning britain television studios ah doing the politics round with with jack from love island yes so i replied you did and she went oh well if you live near there me and my family live on this street she gave me a very specific location right very specific if you have fancy coming around meeting the family you can right <clears throat> so nothing in it just just be nice neighborly the specific location she gave me is exactly where i live exactly right. exactly Someone must be stalking you then. Well, she must live in my house. Because <laughs> she has described a very, very specific thing. She is... I don't want to go into detail, because I don't want to give clues, because people like Ogre will turn up with his crap films for me to watch. But she has said something very specific. And I went, that's exactly where... That's like almost the grid reference to where I live. So I was just typing to her saying... This is weird, man. I might be getting involved in, like, um, a sex cult or something. Actually, yeah. Hello. I'm on the issue of where you live. Yes, let's go to Ogre. Good evening, Ogre. You're on the air. Um, under, um, are you in any way related to Stuart Lee? Yes, I am. You're related to Stuart Lee, the comedian who's on TV right now doing a show called um, Content Provider or something. I am. He is my brother. We don't talk about it often, but I thoroughly recommend you watch Content Provider. It's great. First half, I think, is better than the second half, but it's got a great payoff at the end. I really do recommend it. But we don't bang on about it too much because we don't really get on. Yeah, you probably wouldn't get on because you were born in Slough and he was born in some other shire. Yeah, well, you know, my mum had a car. Very good. <laughs> Thanks so much for your call, Ogre. I really, really appreciate your time. Do go and watch Grown Ups too if you get the opportunity. It's a wonderful movie. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Sex expert or sexpert reveals how using her vibrator six times a day 
caused pelvic floor pain that left her hobbling around the office. Sexpert Nadia Bacodi has told how her... Oh, dear. Has told how her doctor banned her from using her vibrator after it caused pelvic pain so severe it left her hobbling around the office. Um, This really is... um, uh, uh, a story that um, you just got to be so careful these days, haven't you? With um, with things like that. Um, okay, so I was looking for something there, but I couldn't find it. Okay, oh, where's it gone? Um, the Sydney-based sexpert became obsessed with the sex toy and used it up to six times a day on the Turbo setting, named after the uh, fast snail from the movies, Turbo. According to the Mirror Online, Nadia, 34, could not work out what was causing the pain at first and approached her doctor for STI tests. But when they came back clear, the medic advised Nadia to take a break in an exchange she described as embarrassing and hilarious. Then they've got a picture of her on the bed naked... And then they've got a picture of a vibrator, just in case you wondered what it uh, what it looked like. Um, um, okay, okay, it goes on, and there's just not, then there's pictures of her in her pants. Okay, that's a weird story. I don't understand. That's the kind of story started and then 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 uh, well, it, okay, finished. Nick, hi. Mm. Hi. Oh, how are you? Are you good? I'm good, thank you, Nick. Yes. Oh, that sounds nasty. That thing with the vibrator sounds nasty. Didn't it? Didn't it just? Uh, I'd just like to say... I know Six times a, a day. Six times a day. Oh, she, uh, she should take it out. Oh, I think, <laughs> um, I, yeah, and give it a wash. Make sure she gives it a wash. <laughs> Can I just say, I had no idea you've inter- in- interviewed Bruce Campbell. I will have to look that up because he's a king of horror cheese. I, it, I've loved all his movies. He was um, he, he was a he was a tough one. I'm trying to find I've someone runs a website called, especially the medieval one he did when he went back to medieval days. Oh that yeah, was, that was that was excellent. all right. If you go to ianleevault.com, it'll be up there somewhere. Someone puts all no, everything up. So I will look for that. And yeah. also going back, Kim Cattrall. Kim yeah. Cattrall. Yeah, well, remember the scene when she was howling in the in the in the changing room with all the jock straps? Yes, I do. Yeah. I bet you not one out for that, didn't you? Steady on, fella. She's the same age as <laughs> Theresa May. And um, w- Jacob Rees-Mogg is only four years older than me. What a world we live in. <laughs> it's, going, it's going back a bit. It's going back a bit. It's going and also, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about your health. Um, my health? Your health. Your health. I, 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 I fell asleep last night, as I often do, with you on the radio. Oh. And I woke up this morning, I was watching GMB, and you were there after Boris, Boris Johnson's dad was on, and I was thinking, my goodness, you, you, how much sleep do you get? No, I got two hours sleep last night, man. Two hours? Yeah, two whole hours sleep. And then I, then I bumped into Stanley Johnson, of all people. Yeah, not a lot, and I'm doing that all this week. You did pretty well. You did pretty well. You didn't come across like you were half. I was dead. very. I tell you what I did. There's a little. This is a little showbiz secret, and I will let you into this, right? Go it, on. There's there's this thing you can get, and it's called cocaine. <laughs> and what you do is you. Oh, no. no, you don't. Um, it was two hours sleep, and it's doable because I I really love doing Good Morning Britain, right? Because I I think that yeah. they're really nice people and they treat me really well. 
And I'm on screen for like five minutes. You do five minutes work and then you go and sit in the dressing room and you kind of close your eyes for a bit. And then you go out and do another five minutes work. And that's it. And um, then you know that you're going to go home and get a doze a bit later on. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I'm all right. No, oh, good, good. That's good. That's good to hear. But, That's uh, good to but, hear. But thank you for your concern, Nick. You're very welcome. Take care. Good. Peace and love. Peace and love. Good evening, Sally. Hello. Six How times are you? a day, Sally. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. What sort of vibrator was it? It doesn't doesn't go into specifics. The, they put a picture of a pink one, but I think it's just like a stock. Is it like a bunny one or or a G spot one or. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's uh, it's like a long stick that I guess vibrates. Oh right, okay. And you, right. You, I don't know. What's this? Yeah. Don't know the things of the thing. Okay. So that's all right yeah. then. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's got, it got a little bit hot in here, hasn't it, Sally? Mm, yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Um, Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. When right, I was okay, a young man, then. right? When I was the, a young man. Yeah. Vibrators were considered to be like filthy. If you, if, if if you if someone had a vibrator, they were a bit of a um, they were a bit of a slut. Right? That was the, that was the, what was considered. This is like in my twenties. But, yeah. but now with the the advent of Anne Summers in the high street, when did that happen? Like fifteen years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, everyone's got vibrators. Got people got vibrators yeah. coming out of their ears. Yeah, I think I've got like three or four. Um, yeah, I think it's normal now. Why would you have shopping. three or four? Well, because they're different. For okay. Different things. For, so it depends what you feel like that yeah. day. Maybe you want yeah. a little bit of um, just like plain vanilla. Yeah, a bit vanilla. Or a little bit yeah. of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I think, anyway. I think we... I, Think. No, I think, I I think, think we just—I think we just got away with that. Just. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sally. So, um, yeah, it's normal though to go it, shopping with your partner to get sex toys. I think. It, well, it, but it did. This is the thing. It did, I remember in my early twenties, mid twenties, going with someone, and Anne Summers was Anne Summers that was still twenty years ago was still considered dirty. But yeah. also, if you wanted to get like stuff, you had to go to the, you know, the 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 hardcore triple X stores in Soho. Yeah. Yeah. If you wanted to get something a little bit fun, you had to go yeah. in in there, and it was all very seedy, and it was still the Dirty Mac Brigade and all that. But yeah. you're right now, it's like yeah, whatever, vibrators, butt plugs, cop rings, uh, yeah. the leather cat suits, yeah, all the oh, harness, so yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. Canoes. Good. I'm glad we've had this conversation. I feel, anyway. <laughs> I feel a lot better. Oh, dear. Anyway. Yeah, um, sorry. Hello. Um, hello. Uh, films. Yes. Please understand this very, very basic concept. Yeah. That oh, no, I understand the concept. Okay, because not everyone has, yeah. and I don't no, understand I know. why. I know. But then, but then it's it's a bit based on what you think is good. So I mean, you said Blair Witch. I I I didn't think Blair Witch was Blair good, Witch. So is I would say awful. Blair Witch was. It is. It's awful. Oh, though. I remember getting that on video from America, and we got we stayed up to watch it. And and just as it starts to get good, it ends. It was rubbish. Yeah, that's the best bit. The end bit with the bloke in the corner. Yeah. And then and then yeah, and then the second one was just dreadful. Um, but I was going to say, um, Fast and the Furious, Meet the Parents. Well, no, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. The, yeah. the, um, Meet the Fockers is a terrible film. 
Yeah. Meet the Parents it's... is a great movie. No, it's not. Yes, it's it is a funny, <sighs> funny film. Yeah, but it's Robert De Niro. Why is Robert De Niro in a film like that? Because he'll no, take it's... any old crap these days. Oh, I know. Shark Tale was the downfall. They worked it out when his downfall was, and it was Shark Tale, so... Yeah. But um, what about cult films? Are you allowing cult films? I'm not allowing any film. Okay, Samurai Cop or Birdemic. Sorry? Shock and Terror. Birdemic. Bird Birdemic. Yeah, I suggest you watch it. It's 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 really bad and Samurai Cop is really bad. They made a second one. Um, They're really bad films. Okay. So bad that the actor, the main actor in it, um, they thought he'd finished all his scenes, so he went on to shave his hair. Yeah. And then the director said, oh, no, we haven't finished. So that he had to wear a wig for the rest of the... So half the time he's got his real hair and half the time he's wearing this really dreadful wig. And um, they had Dad, to you haven't changed. Samurai. You haven't. Take a battery out of your vibrator know, and put I, it in your smoke <laughs> alarm. I can hear I, it I, chirping. I know. I've had shingles for three weeks. I so couldn't I, I, care less. How can you? You've got shingles because of the stress. Just be quiet. Be quiet. There, that's what's giving you shingles. <laughs> it's the stress of that. That was the tensest moment of radio I've ever been involved in. So I, I, I will, I will get. I don't hear it anymore. It's been going for so long. Simon's I... texted in. Next time the lady goes, the lady. Next time the lady goes shopping for Oi. batteries for her vibrator, tell her to get one for a smoke alarm. You're... I am a lady. She's sod. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. Thanks. Thanks. Th- sorry. Hello? Okay, thank, thanks for your call. Uh, let's go to Matt. Good evening, Matt. Hello, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm all right, although I, my throat, my it turns out the, the front neck is called a throat. My the front neck. <laughs> the throat is, is, is painful, but I think yeah. I'm going to be okay. Uh, have you got uh, something coming on, or is it uh, just a strepsil dose that needs I, to, I, to be administered? I do not know, because I haven't yet got a phone app that will diagnose me. That's a good point, yes, fair enough. Once that app fair comes enough. out, man, I am yep. in. in. Straight in. Yeah. Um, I, I suggested Grease earlier in a tweet which um, backfired uh, as a bad film, yeah. uh, which had a bad sequel. Yeah. But I've, I thought of a better one, which is The Mask and then The Son of The Mask. Because I used to think, I, I thought The Mask was a great film, but then I watched it about two months ago, and it is utter tripe. Yeah. And then Somebody, they made a somebody stop me! Smoking! Spicy meatball! I've never seen it, but I've seen those bits. Somebody yeah. stop me! Smoking! It's, uh, it is dross. Um, mm. Talking about vibrators, it reminded me of a story. When we moved out of London, yeah. from uh, to, moved to, from London up to the Peak District, we did a whole big um, clear-out of a load of stuff yes. uh, from the house, and my uh, then-wife packed up a load of stuff and just put it in the car and sent me off. And I went and um, started unloading the obvious stuff into, you know, cardboard and garden waste and bits and pieces. And then there were a load of bags left, which were just general stuff. And I started tipping them into the skip. Oh, no. And there was a guy standing next to me 
who worked there and just kind of just checking that everything that was going in was was you know was meant to be going in there. Legit, yes. And the second to last bag I emptied, um, there was a load of um, old kids' clothes on the top, but underneath was every single sex toy we'd ever owned. And they all fell out into the skip in full view of him and about three other punters who turned up to dump their stuff in there. And uh, yeah, I um, I ran away. Well, how many? How well, many things were there? There was a rabbit. Right. In fact, I think there might have been two rabbits because I think one broke and then we got a replacement. This was like from the earliest days of the of the relationship, and then they kind of just got left in a drawer and forgotten about. Yes. And some other bits and pieces that are probably not suitable for family um, entertainment. Wow. Um, and they all just came tumbling out into the into the skip in full view of several people around me, and I've never been so mortified in my entire life. Wowzers. Yeah, it was good. Didn't it? it was good effort. Well, thanks for that, Matt. That's um, yeah, no worries. I appreciate the uh, the image that you've given us. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Hello, Simon. Hello, good evening. Good evening, Simon. What have you got for us? Thank you for reading out my tweet a little while ago. You're very welcome. It's it's what we do, it's what we do here, guys. I know. Can I just put a little tiny skew on your phone-in topic? Okay. Well, you you can try. Right. So it's about remake. Oh, sorry. It's about sequels that don't, the original didn't deserve. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for explaining it back to me. Yeah, for man explaining it to me. <laughs> Okay, Man. so the, the little twist I want to put on it is sequels they made later on, um, but they made a movie rather than a continuation of a TV program. Right, could you condense that into English? Yeah, I'll try. So, a TV series from the 17th stroke 18th. Right. That became... A movie. A movie recently... As opposed to remaking the TV series. Like yeah. the A-Team or Starsky and Hutch or something? Well, the A-Team was one I was going to mention. Right. What did, you, what did you think of that? Have you seen it? Yeah, I thought it was lousy. Yeah, I walked out after about 20 minutes. Okay. I stayed to the end because I like to get my money's worth. Um, and yeah. I have nowhere else to go. But it was lousy, yeah. I, I couldn't, couldn't cope with it. But the phone-in phone isn't crap films. Because, oh, because okay. we, if we were just to do a phone-in, hey, guys, I could get a million calls now. Hey, guys, what, have you seen a crap film? Give us a call, 0344 499 Let me know it. Let me know what was it. Why was it so bad? That's not okay. the phone. It's a very specific phone-in. Can we talk about Brexit, then? No, oh, for God's sakes. Oh, dear people. Um... Woman, by the way, we've got no phone calls, so 03444991000. Woman discovers she's been calling her neighbour the wrong name for 14 years. <sighs> Mate, it's a bit Jeff, isn't it? I still haven't met all my neighbours, which means at some point I've got to go and knock on their doors again. Um, and again, I, uh, I'm not a fan of that. Catherine is watching watching the show. Go to bed, Catherine. Go to bed and have a long, hard think about your behaviour. Because you, you're on your holidays and you're listening to this rubbish. 
Stephanie Aird from uh, Hartlepool has lived next door to the same woman for 14 years. Believe she was called Mavis and that her husband was called George. It was only when George died last month she was told Mavis's real name. A comedian revealed the toe-curling moment she discovered she's been calling her neighbour the wrong names for 14 years. Stephanie Aird from Hartlepool, County Durham, has lived next door to the woman for more than a decade, calling her Mavis as they chatted over the garden fence. She told how she'd even given Mavis and her late husband George Christmas cards and had received one's back signed lots of love, Mavis and George. It was only after George's death last month that another neighbour revealed the woman next door was in fact called Sylvia, not Mavis, leaving Mrs Aird gobsmacked. Mrs. Ed, who runs comedy Facebook page Stephanie Lols, recounted the hilarious tale in a video which has been viewed nearly two million times. Oh, what, what a surprise. They found a video online and nicked it. Um, she said, every year I've sent Christmas cards. Merry Christmas, Mavis and George. I've had them back saying lots of love from Mavis and George. After George, who was in his 80s, died last month, Mrs. Ed asked a neighbour on the street how she thought Mavis was coping with her loss. It was only then her mistake came to light. Ms. Ms. Ed explained, I was talking to another lady over the road and I go, how is Mavis doing? She said, who's Mavis? I said, you are my neighbour, Mavis. She said, you haven't got a neighbour called Mavis. We get the idea. She's called Sylvia. We get the idea. Uh, somebody who's got the idea is Dredge. <laughs> I don't have any idea. No, no, uh, um, no idea. We would it be possible? This, this, you could do this as a sketch. This is here's, here's one you can use. Here's one. Here's one you can use. <laughs> okay. A sketch where the whole conversation, and we're going to try and we're going to try and improvise it now. <laughs> the whole conversation is punchlines to gags. Gordon Bennett. That's uh, that sounds quite good if difficult to pull off. Button. No idea. Uh, to get to the other side? Because they are. Truncheon meat. <laughs> Use your finger like everyone else. Oh, um, right, yeah. Uh, it's not actually making any sense. But if we no, had an it, is, it is funny. With an if we had an afternoon, like three or four hours, you could knock a good little sketch out of that. Well, that sounds like a good afternoon. Yes, a good afternoon, sir. <laughs> and you too. There we go. Well, thanks for calling, Dredge. I'm glad we helped. Oh, no, you've not done your thing yet. What would you like to say, madam? Well, I was just going to say I'm reading. I've got this very interesting book here about Simon D. Oh yeah, I've I've read that book years ago. It's good that book. Have you? Yes, mate. The bit about him becoming wow. a bus driver is great. Oh, my God. And then the bit about wow. him going to Radio 2. For those of you right, Simon D, huge star in the 60s, had a um, a chat show on the BBC, D-Time, and uh, it was a big, big, big show, and he very quickly became uh, too big for his boots, probably a little bit of mental illness, and he scuppered his own career. Um, have you seen the um, documentary that um, the man with the hair did? The man with the hair? The man who tricked the man, right, this is, re you'll get, you'll know who I'm talking about, I just can't think of his name. Victor Lewis Victor Smith. Victor Lewis Smith. That's it, that's it. 
Um, I was going to describe him as the man who tricked the man from that's life into thinking he'd fallen out of a wheelchair whilst playing a trumpet. I've heard that. I've heard that. that um, is, there's a documentary. That there's a documentary with that he did about Simon D, and then he made a one-off special in the 90s or early 2000s of D time. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's an he gets an answer phone message from Simon D, just laying into him. I nearly interviewed him. I found. Um, his son was running a YouTube channel and I posted on his YouTube channel. I'd love to get Simon on the show one day to talk about this. And um, then literally the next day he died. <laughs> the length some people will go to to avoid being interviewed by Ian Lee. The curse of Ian Lee. Oh, God, what sorry. was interesting. Yeah. What, what, I thought what was interesting was it says here, Elizabeth Hurley's quoted at the top and she says more than anyone else. Austin Powers is actually based on a man called Simon D. Right, okay. I found that interesting. Yeah, I don't know how true that is. Well, I mean, I don't know. How would she have known about that, you know, if he How would any, anyone know? Because there's no... There's, there's, there's like about three minutes of Simon D footage left. Yeah, but it was interesting, wasn't it? Because he was like the biggest thing. I mean, the nearest person to him, I suppose, might have been David Frost for a bit. And he was the biggest star going. And he was so awful that the guy just simply didn't renew his contract. And that was the end of his BBC show, wasn't it? And it was the biggest show on television. Suddenly gone. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Just to see what this is. Let's see what this is. Let's see what this is. Hang on, hang on. Let's and it was, it was, it was interesting to read how. On the show this evening, Lionel Jeffries, Susanna York, Wayne Tontana, and the Eagles. And now, here is your host, Simon We're all wearing... Hello. <laughs> Good evening. I think we must take this off. Here we are, Tony. Can we have it off? Uh, yes, of course. I should have. Why not? Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> there were these two rich Americans, man and wife, you see, on safari in darkest Africa, when suddenly, uh -oh. suddenly a python oh, slithered out of the undergrowth. This could be a little Grand bit, Jeff. Hang on. Crusher. Hold on. And the wife said, Quick, Elmer, shoot, shoot. And the husband replied, certainly, dear, colour or black and white. <laughs> Success, nearly. Uh, anyway, while we're on the subject, let us meet here on the shared night. A 17-year-old schoolboy hit the headlines this week of a story that told how he was doing his bit to boost Britain's trade figures by exporting snakes. Here with some of his exports, ladies and gentlemen, Graham Leask. Uh, sorry, this is the rest of the show, just me watching D-Time. Welcome, Graham. Now, you are helping Britain's exports by exporting these reptiles. Yes. Are they homegrown yeah. reptiles? All right, and on it goes. You want to Yeah, they're, they're homegrown <laughs> reptiles. If, if, you go, uh, if you go on uh, YouTube, there's the Simon D story, uh, and you want to watch that. When are we doing this seance, by the way? Um, Never. Oh, hang on, Never. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Wilde. Simon D interviewing Jack Wilde. There we go. Well, you've got a few fans up there, Jack. I see. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Listen, congratulations on your nomination for an Oscar. You must be knocked out about that. 
I was actually. I didn't think um, children got Oscars, you know. I never have heard of any children getting too many Oscars, but I hope you get it. You haven't got it yet. Good luck. Thank you. When did um, you know what I found out? You know what I found out was that he came back right at the end, thanks yeah. to Victor Lewis Smith. Yeah. And this was his big comeback, Channel Four. You know, it's what he had been after for years and years and years. Yeah. He did no preparation. He didn't know who any of the guests were. Yeah. I mean, that was you know not a good move. It was. It was uh, at the arrogance. Our, uh, there we go. Look. Now, um, technophobes tweeted me, blimey, Simon D is a blast from the past. He was a friend of my aunt and came to her wedding. I remember sitting on his lap. I was about four at the time. There we go. It's turned wow. to a Simon D phone in. It's good, that book. I enjoyed that a lot. I'm going to read it again soon. Richard Wiseman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. All right. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Anything else? Shall I cut you off? Okay. Uh, this is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't forget, you can get the podcast of the show. If you go to Acast or iTunes uh, or even TalkRadio.co.uk. Um, Richard, good evening, Richard. Hi, Ian. Um, okay, so we're talking about crap sequels to crap movies, right? Yeah, I've got okay. a couple for you. Here we go, here we go. Okay, there we go. Okay, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Now... Have you heard of that one? I'm going to... I have, actually. I'm going to ask a question, which I okay. think I know the answer to. Was Baby go Geniuses on. 1... Crap. It was beyond crap. I mean, how it even, you know, married a sequel is beyond. But here's beyond the thing, words, right? really. because it, it was it was the it was the first film. Do you know that really bad effect you see in commercials where they get babies and they got like mouths, like huge, like adult mouths yes. on them. Yeah, yeah. That's how it started. In that, that was one of the first films to ever use that. So. The, and then it was just awful, awful, right? And you've got these actors who should have known better. Christopher Lloyd. Oh, oh yeah. And Kim, Kathleen, uh, Kathleen Turner. Well, here's the thing, and, though. But these right, people, these people need money. I, I can never fault actors for being in bad movies because, you know, they need, they need to work. Yeah, Kim Cattrall was in this film as well. Yeah, she, she's, um, she's in Mannequin. Mannequin. She seems to be, you know, her name's been brought up a few times tonight. Yeah. Which brings me to the next one. She's the, patron, she, she's the patron saint of this show, is Kim Cattrall. God bless her. Yeah. You, you can't forget a scene in Porkies. We, Shut <laughs> up! Moving on. Mannequin. mannequin I've never seen Porkies. I've never seen Porkies, but he's not listening. Okay, yes? Sorry. That's right. Yeah, Mannequin 2, On the Moon. Why do they Keep go on the, the moon? Mannequin with Kim Cattrall again. Awful film. He's not listening. So yeah, that, that, that's my little uh, contribution. Why is man? Why do they go? To, why do they take mannequin to the moon? No, mannequin two. Yes. Right. Is, the title alone is crap. Mannequin two on the moon. Yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. I'm going to try on third. the moon. Not on the moon. If they did that, that would have been that would have been okay. So, but mannequin two on the move. Awful. Oh, it's on the move. On the move. Okay. Yeah, she's like a mannequin, and she's like moving. Okay. Can I suggest you you um get some cotton buds and clean your ears out? 
Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, was, was, there, was, there a thing there? was there a thing there? We should get Kim Cattrall on the show. Yeah, like she'd come on this rubbish. Like like she'd come on this rubbish. Someone is saying, no Adam Sandler film is any good. Oh, au contraire. Happy Gilmore is funny. Happy Gilmore is a brilliant, brilliant film. I defy anybody. Watch Happy Gilmore. That is a funny film. I like that film. Do we want to go and... Um, Do we want to go into the papers? Oh. There we go. Jamie Lomas. Look, oh, it's Jamie Lomas. His ex bagged herself a much younger lover, and now Jamie Lomas is, has followed suit. I can reveal the Holly, Holly Oaks hunk is dating Portia Hughes, a member of the Soaks production crew who is 18 years his junior. So that must make her... Uh, 32... Wow. Good for him. Very, very wise man. Very wise man. Um, oh, I don't know. Is that, do you want to go into the papers now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Why the hell not? Let's do it. Focus. Focus, him. All optimism is bad for you. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, no. Let's do that one in a minute. No, 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 no. We'll do it. This is the story we want to do. I meant to do this at the start of the show. This is the story. Listen to this. Oh. You've got you've got a mission, um, Haley. I want you to try and find this woman for, to get her on the show later in the week. A woman who gave up men to have sex with ghosts says she wants to have a ghost baby. And there's a picture of her. And she looks normal. So this is her name. Amethyst Realm. That's Amethyst Realm. 30. Says she met a spook boyfriend in Australia and has brought him back to Bristol. So they can start a family. This is an actual human being. She looks normal. What the hell is she thinking? For God's sakes. She said, one day, while I was walking through the bush, steady, steady, come on, enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible energy. I knew a new lover had arrived. What's that film where they have it off with ghosts? Ent- is it Entity? But well, I think they do it with ghosts. Wah. It's pretty serious. Flipping it. This woman is either the greatest Andy Kaufman tribute act or the biggest nut job going. I, it, one day I was walking through the bush enjoying nature. I suddenly felt this incredible energy. I knew a new lover had arrived. It's pretty serious. In fact, we've even been thinking about having a ghost baby. A ghost baby. 
a ghost baby. That's wrong on so, that's wrong on so many levels. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> but I don't think it's totally out of the question. She believes phantom pregnancies are ghost babies trapped in the body. She added, I think some women get impregnated by spirits. But because the human body and mind doesn't know how to process it, the pregnancy doesn't go full term. I'm sure there's a way around that. I just haven't worked it out yet. <laughs> oh, She said she works as a spiritual counsellor and has met other women who have romped with ghosts. They are more sensual than the average bloke, she claimed. Flip it. Can we find Amethyst Realm? Let's see if we can get her on the show this week. If you've ever had it off with um, a ghost... (laughs) That's brilliant, isn't it? And then there's a little side thing here. Um... The heat wave has caused a massive spike in ghost sightings. Paranormal investigator Gary Parsons from Plymouth said these spirits had been summoned by the scorching sun. He added, people are reporting scary supernatural phenomena. One couple is almost afraid. One couple is almost afraid. So they're not afraid. They're almost afraid, but they're not actually afraid to go into their own home because of poltergeists making things move. I'm having a seance in the house. Dredge mentioned it and in the the farm, the farmhouse. I'm going to have a seance. It's going to take a while because I need to get, um, I'm skin, I've got no money. Uh, Which is why I'm eating salads with Jack from uh, Love Island. Um, But I need to get a couple of night vision cameras. And uh, yeah, then me, Dredge, Kath, Scott, and uh, Dan, a couple of friends of mine, we're going to have a seance at midnight, probably on a Saturday night at midnight, and we're going to stream it live on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ian Lee, and you can watch an actual... I've got to buy a Ouija board as well. You can watch an actual seance happen. Now, here's my prediction. Nothing will happen, but imagine if something happened. And I was thinking, well, do we do we fake something? Do we set? To, no, you can't. You can't. There's no. You can't. There's no point. You got to do it, and you got to do it right. So we're going to do that. I'm going to when I get finally get my place set up. There's going. I'm going to stream loads of stuff, live stuff, and make TV shows and things. So go to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Ian Lee, and subscribe. I'm going to stream. Um, in a couple of weeks, when I get back from New York, me watching. I don't know why. But me watching the entire Live Aid concert, I'm going to stream that and we, we can relive some memories. We might be able to take Skype calls as well and we'll relive the memories of that wonderful day in 1982 when Bob Geldof um, begged for money and status quo did cocaine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Between tomorrow and yesterday Between now and then 
80s kinks approach with caution some gems involved now okay someone's a couple of people have said that when we were talking about ghosts something spooky happened right and someone has laggers just tweeted this messing with dark forces ian lee listen out for two female ghosts having a chat about sex around the 19 second mark and he's posted a little 40 yep. seconds let's see we can get her on the show let's see we can get her on the show this week if you've ever had it off with um, a ghost 
That's brilliant, isn't it? And then there's a little side thing here. Um, the heat wave has caused a massive spike in you ghost sightings. Yeah, I had sex. Paranormal Whoa! investigator Gary Whoa! Parsons. Whoa! What was that? Can you get the show audio up from when, just after I'm talking about the ghost sex woman, because this audio may have been tampered, and then I go, there's a little side box here, and a guy talks about the couple that are too, almost too scared to go in their house. Can you get that audio up, Sam? Because according to this audio, there's people talking about having sex. Ghosts. This is what we've, this is what we've been sent. Listen, listen. Let's see if we can get her on the show this week. If you've ever had it off with um, a ghost. <laughs> That's brilliant, isn't it? And then there's a little side thing here. Here we go, here it comes, um, here it comes, here it comes. The heat wave has caused a massive spike in you ghost sightings. had sex? Yeah, I had sex. Para- that is freaky. Now, this guy saying that went out on the air. A couple of people in the YouTube chat claim as well that that went out on the air. the hell are we messing with here that is spooky isn't it youtubers did that go out on the air it wasn't the soundboard that wasn't the clip that i played they're saying on the youtube channel they heard they heard those voices suddenly suddenly it's got very, very uncomfortable in this studio. Something is going on. Something is going on that we uh, we just don't understand. I'm just looking online, see if there's any... Um, just messaging, see if we can find anything here. No, okay. Have you got the audio, Sam? Let's play the audio. This is how it went out, I swear to God. That's brilliant, isn't it? And then there's a little side thing here. Um, the heat wave has caused a massive spike in ghost sightings. Paranormal investigator Gary There's nothing Parsons there. From- so it's, it's bollocks then. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, we, we okay. Uh, all right. People are saying it went out on YouTube, but not on the radio. Man alive. Oh, uh, some good news. Michael J. Fox isn't dead. There was a rumour going around that Michael J. Fox was dead. Every time there... There was a rumour um, a couple of months ago that... Um, Peter Kay was dead. And um, <laughs> every time there's a rumour goes round that someone is dead, there was one there was one the other week as well that someone had died. Who was it that had died but they hadn't died? Um, can't think. Um, but basically these Twitter th- things start. Someone posts on Twitter, oh, Peter Kay's dead. And it becomes a thing, uh, but but the news people the news people here at Talk Radio aren't very good, so they think it's real. 
So they prepare like obits and stuff, you know, the little tapes that you play out when um, when someone dies. So we all got an email saying we think Peter Kay is dying or dead. Um, If you go to obit file one, there's a tribute to Peter Kay. It didn't take much research to to a little bit of Googling for five minutes to realise Peter Kay was was fine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Simon. Good evening. What can you do for me? Well, you'll never. Well, I don't think you'll believe this, but you was talking about that just now. I'm a bit. Um, Did you make a ghost pregnant? No, it's. I've I've got the pottery wheel out as I normally do on a Tuesday night. <laughs> I do a bit of pottery. Oh yeah. And um, I was spinning away, and as you was talking about that lady you had sex with ghosts... She's going to have a ghost baby, and she has it off with ghosts, yes. Yeah, I I was doing my pottery, and I felt a little jingle jangle. In the dingle dangle? Yeah. A jingle jangle in the dingle dangle? I had to put my bowl down. I come over all faint and... Steady? Yeah. Uh yeah. As long as it was just faint, you came all over. Yes. <laughs> mm. Well, so, we... I think there might be something to this. Succubus? Pardon? Succ- was it a succubus? I didn't ask it. Okay. Yeah. So do you think we've maybe tapped into something very dark? Or does, does she, do you know if she uses a potter's wheel? Amethyst Realm, I don't yeah. know if... I don't think, apart from in the movie Ghost, I don't think uh, Potter's Wheels are, are generally used to summon spirits. Oh, right, OK. OK. I hope that helps, Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and um, another thing. Yes? Your your medical app. Yes. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's already been invented. Well, it's not. What's it called, then? Well, Bones off of Star Trek. He had one, didn't he? No, that was... If I remember Bones correctly, that was a scanner, and it scanned. It wasn't... Oh, right. uh, well, you didn't put your finger on the home button, and it read your um, biorhythms. Right. So this is, this wonder... is different. Very different. Yeah. Why is he called Bones? Why do you think he was called Bones? I don't know. He was a doctor. He looked after your bones. Oh, right. Okay. Although they could have called him Skin. (laughs) But then there was that woman from um, that band was called Skin, wasn't she? What band's that? She's a very striking woman. She's um, completely bald. Skin. Not, um... Sheena Easton? Not, no, not from the band Sheena Easton. Um, Skin from... Toya. No, Toya. that's... You're just... Na- now you're just naming women from the olden days. Well, from 80s. Yeah, no, well, this yeah. was like ni- 90s. Skunk and Nancy. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's who... That's why they couldn't call Bones Skin, because of Skunk oh, like, and Nancy. See- 
But should I go, Connor? She's bored, isn't okay. she? Thank you so much for your call, Simon. Yeah. I do appreciate it. Let's go to Sarah. Good evening, Sarah. Hello, Ian. How are you? You sound... I'm, I'm nervous because you sound quite sensible after the <laughs> last 40 minutes we've had. I wouldn't be too sure about that. Okay, here we go. There's something about the name Sarah. Go. Let's, let's see where we go. What have you got for us, Sarah? Well... I listen to you on podcasts, and I've never listened to you live, and I've done it for the first time tonight, so I thought I'd say hello. Hey, thank you. I feel honoured. Where, where do you normally listen to the podcast? What are you doing? Um, I normally go to bed and put it on and tune it on tune in. Well, hang on a minute. So, so hang on a minute. So, what time do you go to bed? Um, normally, I listen to you like a day before, so I'm like a day late. Huh? If that makes sense. It kind of, but if you're in bed at yeah. the time that the show is on, yeah. Why don't you just listen to the show on TuneIn instead of the podcast? Well, I don't know because uh, I don't know. I don't do. It, there's too much. Sense. There's too much waffle, and you want it yeah. condensed into a nice thirty-minute greatest hits package, and I understand that. Exactly, and I'm normally asleep by the end of it anyway. Oh, no, no, I love that. I have got, and the Talk Radio app doesn't do this, but you can set your phone to do it, and a lot of the other radio stations' apps do. You can set it to go off after like an hour or two hours. So I will go to bed, and I'll have the radio on my phone. Maybe the TuneIn app probably does it, actually. And um, mm-hmm. set the phone to, to the radio to switch off after an hour. I love that, and I'm asleep before it ends. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the way to live. It is. That's living all right, as the uh, Vida Saint Pet gang would say. <laughs> but yeah, it's really good to talk to you. It's really weird because I'm so used to just listening to you and it's kind of like you're you're there, but you're not there. But yeah. Oh well, no. Ble- hey, listen, bless you. We we love all of our podcast listeners. We love all of our live listeners. Do you? I, I'm going to ask something that may seem a little bit impersonal. I don't mean it to be. Um, do, mm-hmm. you, do you sleep alone? Do you do you share a bed with a partner? Because we have lots. We meet lots of people when we do these live shows, where mm-hmm. one person in the relationship, it's usually the man, but not always, really, really likes the show, and mm-hmm. the other person in the relationship, at, at best, is ambivalent to the show. Quite often, hates the show. And so the person who likes it has to sleep with headphones in so as not to disturb, you know, the person who's got taste and doesn't want to listen to this rubbish. And I just wondered what your arrangements were. Well, I live in Portsmouth and my other half is actually in Essex. Oh, well, and gosh. I, <laughs> wow. And I, I, I'm sleeping alone most of the time. But when I'm at his, I've, I actually got to hear about you through him. Okay. So he was like, oh, you should listen to this podcast. This this guy is brilliant. I've never heard of it before. And I was like, yes, I like it. Oh, nice one. So, How does that yeah. work being so far away? Uh, we we work through it. We will be moving in at some point. But at the minute, he's still doing uni. I'm working. So, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, I hope it all works out for you. I, 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 well, I, I imagine you. I imagine that's... Uh, that's quite a tough thing to 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 make work. So I, I you know, best of luck. Yeah, oh, thank you. Hey, nice one, Sarah. Anything else, or shall I let you go? Um, I yeah, I'll, I'm going to go to bed because I've got work in like seven hours. Oh, so. mate, don't d- d- listen. Don't even start with that, girlfriend. Because when <laughs> I fi- when I finish this, I have to get a cab to West London, and then I go into a hotel. And I mean, listen, poor me. And then I get to bed at half two because I've got to iron a shirt. And then I'm up at 10 to 5. 
So don't, don't give me this seven-hour bullshine. I'm getting I'm getting two hours. Oh wow. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. I I don't do a proper job. Uh, Sarah, nice to talk to you. Thank you very much. Lovely speaking to you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I like the Portsmouth accent, guys. I like the whole southwestern accent. The the London and southeast accent is boring, right? It's boring. Oh, yeah, mate, I'm going to smash your face in, you slag. Oh, yeah, let's get some beers and get a little bit of Charlie and we'll get... Yes, mate. Oh, yes, have it large, mate. Have it large, mate. Well, I'm going to just knock his teeth in. Look at that motor. Wow, yeah. Boring. Go southwest. You get that little bit of a curl. There's a nice little curl in the voice. You know what I mean? Just a little curl. Gentle curls round like that. Much nicer. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. All right, Paul Ross is on at one o'clock, so let's kind of let's let's kind of take this up a gear for the last forty minutes, okay? Let's take let's take it up a gear. Let's let's warm the crowd up for Paul Ross, shall we, Mr. P. Ross? Oliver's going to warm us up, aren't you, Oliver? Yeah. Yes, I mean, man. Uh, Come on, let's have it. I got a good uh, movie for your movie thing. Well, bad movie. Okay. Right. What about Star Trek: The Motion Picture as the bad movie, and it got good sequels does it still count no the phone in is the phone in is bad bad sequels as well well here's the thing with the star trek movies this this follows pretty solid the odd numbers are bad the good numbers the even numbers are good well i don't know about that well let's go go through it go hang on a minute go go through it right so star trek what the motion picture awful right yeah star trek 2 the wrath of khan awesome it, it awesome is it is awesome. Con Star yep. Trek three: The Search for Spock. It's, it's all right. No, it's not. It's, it's boring. Got, it's it's boring. It's got, it's got um, boring. It's boring. Brown as as a Klingon. It's boring. Star it's Trek four: The Voyage Home. Terrible. Shut terrible. your face. That is the best of all the Star Space Trek movies. Whales. Who cares about space? No, rock? mate. You... Even the whale. Even the this person guy's an who idiot. loved the whale. This guy's a jerk. This guy's okay. a joke. They go back in time. It's the comedy film. They go back in time to 1984. The mach- the sound that the Klingon spaceship makes when it travels through time is a spectrum loading tape. Um, it's the comedy film. It's a great film. No, Star Trek V. Um, Biff Baff Boff. Yeah, that is funny. That's the real comedy film. What does what does God need as a spaceship? No one else thought about that but Kirk. Isn't it? Yeah, they go and find they try and find God. Yeah. Then Star Trek it, Six is brilliant again. Yeah, I agree. So. And then, then what about all the crappy uh, next gen films? I don't watch those. Terrible. I don't watch that rubbish. Yeah. I don't watch. Bad. I don't watch the next generation rubbish. I watched the first ten minutes of the first episode of the next generation, and it was all Shakespeare oh. people in space. Yeah. And it looked. <laughs> it looked. Here's the thing about next generation. It looks um like there's Vaseline on the. Le- it looks fuzzy doesn't oh, really? 
The whole thing, the thing was fuzzy. And there were Shakespeare good. people in it, and I thought, I'm not watching this crap, and I've never if, watched one since. If you skip the first series, it's good. When Michael gets a beard, that's when everyone says it sounds good, and they're right. It's good, it's good in the end. Or the second to fifth series. It sucks. I think Roger would disagree with that as well. Uh, and all of yeah. the... Oh, it's this. I've just worked. You've got to stop calling yourself Oliver. What? <laughs> you call your, you're Ollie, aren't you? What's this? Yeah. Olive? Well, don't call because like, when you come There's on, it's like, Ollie as well, though, isn't it? You're Ollie Nort. Yeah. You're Ollie Nort, and you should come on and say I'm Ollie Nort, not Oliver, <laughs> because that's that. that's subterfuge. Yeah, gamer tags are the worst ever. I've always been terrible at doing gamer tags, and I hate them. You don't know and anything I... about Star Trek. I know everything there is to do Star Trek. Do you remember that? They brought it out. I, I downloaded it. It was. I should have been suspicious when it was free. The Star <laughs> Trek game that you could download about two or three years ago on the Xbox. I guess it was on PlayStation. And you uh, started off. You started off. Yeah, you started off like in Star Trek in Space Academy or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, that's bad. I, and you just. God, it was rubbish. I bet it still makes millions there with all those MMO nerds. But, but uh, I bet they've turned the servers off. I bet it's still going. I bet it's making money. It's rolling in because of them trackies. It's, take but it's boring, man. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. Even I couldn't last it. Oh, man alive. I'm tired all of a sudden, man. You'd be tired if you watched the first Star Trek film. That puts me to sleep every time. I, I, do you know, I, it's not good, but I like the first Star Trek film because it's quite oh, psychedelic. Uh, yeah, that's what they just watched 2001. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 2001. Well, yeah. But <laughs> there's no, there's hardly any dialogue because it was, it was supposed to be like a TV episode and then they stretched it into a movie. Yeah, the pilot or whatever, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we're, getting, we're getting too geeky now, so um, we're, yeah. we're cutting you off. I'm getting too geeky. So Michael J. Fox isn't dead. Sorry if I left that story hanging for too long. Fans of Michael J. Fox slammed a fake news website which claimed the Back to the Future actor had died. The star, who has Parkinson's disease, was the latest victim of a sick hoax started online. The website was designed to look like Yahoo Yahoo News? Yahoo News? And said the 57-year-old had died surrounded by friends and family. One fan wrote online... Michael J. Fox is not dead. Forget the future. Some of you need to go back to the source. That's it. Good old Michael J. Fox. Uh, His book, Lucky Man, is an absolutely superb read. Andy, your homework is to read Lucky... Hello? Hi, mate. Your homework is to read Lucky Man by Michael J. Fox. Hey. What? Your homework is to read yeah. Lucky is to read Lucky Man by Michael J. Fox. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're confusing me now. Sorry? Look, I am so much to do What am I saying that is not making sense in your uh, adult brain? 
What are you on about? What bit of that, what bit of it don't you understand? Matt, hey. Are we oh, my God, you are confusing me now. Are you my speaking English? My work is, yes. do what? Flipping heck, this guy's a thicko. What? L- luckily, I could hey. say, I could call this guy anything and he wouldn't understand it. Are you no, high on, are you high, I'm trying to are you high on a drug? Are you high on drug? No. Are you um are you drunk on booze? No. So you're just thick. I'm just wondered why you came out with that. That's quite strange. Your homework is Yeah. To read Lucky Man Lucky Man by Michael J. Fox. By Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox who was in, you know, Back to the Future. Aye. Aye. Back All to right. future. Yeah. Right, time to go back to future. Whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? Right, can I shoe something? Can you shoe something? Can I can I speak to you about something which is quite a nice matter? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, listen, no, 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 no. You asked me to do something, so I believe it is my chance to ask you to do something Absolutely. A very, 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 very good friend of mine. Yes. Right, who listens to your show constantly. He listens to it, and you have... Um, the best. Blocking. And I think you know who I'm on about. I don't know who, I'm on, who you're on about. Gary. Oh, no, I'm not... I don't want no, him back on No, listen, mate, I am not... Not causing any problems, but I says I would speak to me and leave. Thank you very much, but we, I think we've made our decision there. It, it, it was, uh, it's hard to speak listen, to someone when they're listen, high on... It's hard what to, somebody had it's, done is they picked his phone up and they started calling it, you. It's hard to talk to someone when, when they're high on crystal meth. Gary was not. Yes, he was. Oh, no, he I was. Sorry. I apologise. I apologise. He was high on ketamine. That was it. I remember. Because he listens to your show. That's and great. And it's anyway. lovely to talk to you, mate. Thanks very much for your call. Ah, oh, man. Let's go to... Uh, let's go to Daniel. Good evening, Daniel. Hello, Hello Daniel. Hey. Hey, man. Hey, and how's it going? Uh, you know, it's, uh... E-bagum, it's tough tonight. <laughs> so, Ian, I, I was, I was, I wanted to ask oh, you a so few you weren't inter- you weren't interested in, in the answer to that question. Okay, you, it was just a conversation filler, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't... E-bagum, it's tough tonight, I'm sure... Show's bloody tough tonight. Lot of rat tits and weedles calling in. It is indeed. Aye. Bloody buggers. What would you like, Daniel? Mm, I, I wanted to know why you didn't accept my friend request on PlayStation. I'm thoroughly disappointed. When did you send it, Daniel? Well... Five days, maybe a week. Yeah, I don't know if you know me, 
but I moved and I've not had internet for over a week. Alright, alright, I'll, I'll let you off. What's your, what's your game attack on PlayStation? My game attack. Aye! I don't know if I want to say it on the Well radio. then I will know which one's you and which one I should be accepting! My, it has my name and that's what I'll say. Okay, Daniel, but I'm not accepting... Oh, I will accept it, because I asked you to send it, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Um, I will do. I've just, um... I've not had internet for a week. I only got the internet today, and I've not had a chance to... Uh, turns out when you're uh, a grown-up, Daniel, um, you've, yeah, got, you've got to work, you've got to pay the bills, you've got to sleep, uh, you've got to do washing. So I've not had a chance to go online and, and uh, play any uh, the old PlayStation games. But uh, I will rectify that. I'll certainly rectify that next week, Daniel. Do you mind I give a shout out? Uh, yes, I do, mate, because uh, I'm not Ken Bruce for crying out loud, man. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're supposed to kick it up a gear for Paul Ross, and if anything, we've 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 sucked it down a gear, sucked the vibe right out of this one. How are we going to turn it around? Roger says, "Are you sure you're not from Yorkshire?" I know I do that accent so well. And here's something you might find amazing: I'd never tried doing a Yorkshire accent before that conversation just then. I'd never done one before, and yet came out. Absolutely perfectly. That's that's the kind of talent that you're you're dealing with here. That's the kind of talent that you're dealing with here. Oh, don't have a lion, by the way. It will kill you. Seen this? If you have a lion, it's more like a dying. I just made that up. Because um, I could say talent. Talent well out. Um. While everyone loves a lion, those who do it all the time have a bigger risk of dying, experts have warned. A major study has found getting more than 10 hours a night increased the chances of death from stroke by 56% and heart disease by 49% over the duration of the research. Um, the study covered more than 3 million people from 1970 to 2017. Gosh, this has got um, this has got boring very quickly, this story. Lead researcher Dr. Chun Shing Kwok said, Our study has an important public health impact in that it shows excessive sleep is a marker of ele- elevated cardiovascular... Blah, 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 blah. Our findings have... Im- implications as clinicians should have greater consideration blah 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 boring sex it up tell me how i'm gonna die tell me how quickly i'm gonna die tell me what if i slept for 20 hours what would i die of boring goes on boring 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 um boring 
boring. That's a boring story. What a waste of time. What a waste of time that was. But still, um, go to sleep knowing that there's a strong chance you might not wake up in the morning. That's a possibility. Tony Hadley has claimed the real reason he left Spandau Ballet was, was because he is a Tory. And Gary Kemp is not. You would look... I, I've met Tony Hadley. What a nice guy. I've worked with him a few times. Nice guy. And a good, good, good couple of chats with Tony Hadley years ago. But you look at Tony Hadley and you do think, yeah, there's a Tory. There's some people you can look at and you can go, yeah, they're Labour. Tory. It's a bit harder to judge the Lib Dems. Normally a little bit kind of transparent, translucent. But you look at Tony Hadley, you think, yeah, there's a Tory. The singer walked out on his pals, Gary, Martin Kemp, Steve Norman and John Keeble over a year ago. He claims political arguments got in the way of the new romantic group. Shut up. Shut up, man. Got in the way um, of the new romantic group and blew up after years of disagreement. Pointing the finger at Gary, the 58-year-old said, if ever there was a rub between two people in Spandau, it was between the two of us. It's just two big personalities in a small space. Tony Hadley is one of the biggest men I've ever seen in my life. Very tall, very, very broad, very broad, powerful man. Um, since the split, the dad of five has even penned a song which references the fights. That's what we need. More songs written by Tony Hadley. Called What Am I? He claims the song was a little bit autobiographical. He explained, The song is about being your own person no matter who you are. Tony is a long-time supporter of the Conservative Party and even spoke at their conference in 2007. Ugh. As well as politics, the star also said they split over disputes about his solo career. Well, that was more what they split about then. His solo career. Not bloody politics. Idiots. Telling OK that he was forced into a no-win situation because they were unhappy with his plans. Despite the fallout, Tony insists he wants nothing but the best for Gary, adding, I wish him well. Pop stars falling out. When will they learn? 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Dion's on the switchboard. We'll speak to him after this. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Let's do it. Let's go, let's go to Langley. Langley! Speak to D. What? You're me, yeah? There's an echo! Echo! Let me go. Let me just see if I'm going to. Hello? Oh! Echo! Can you hear that echo, Dion? No, not really. Not my end, no. Right. Call him back. That was freaking me out, man. It was like 1996 all over again. Wink to camera. Ah. Someone has just said, right, I'm assuming they're talking about the sequels thing. Has just said Karate Kid. Right, well, Karate Kid was brilliant. 
And Karate Kid 2 was good as well, actually, when they went to Okinawa. So uh, you can get stuffed. You can get stuffed. Let's try again, Dion. Yeah, that's know. better. That's better, mate. No echo. No echo. Well, I'm on a landline as well. All right, mate. Stop showing off. I might buy a landline. I've got a good deal with a company. I'll get free calls to mobile. And well, here's the thing. I've got right. So I've I've got the internet today, and I've not got a landline package, which means I I pay top dollar. If I were to buy a landline, I would pay top dollar for every phone call I made. But for just £4 a month, you get like a nice little package that means you can phone some numbers for free. But I'm thinking, would I use the phone? Would I? Are you allowed to say what company you've gone with? Um, yeah, I'll get my internet with, uh, with Sky. Get my internet with the guys at Sky. I use TalkTalk. I've oh. been with them for two years and they do a really good deal. Well, here's the thing. They all do really good deals now. Um, I'll pay, well, pay just under £30 a month. What for? Um, I've got fast, unlimited broadband. I've got oh. TV box. I've got free. Oh, you get the TV. I don't I don't want the TV. I don't want the TV if, either. I don't, got, well, don't get the TV. I, when I was Sky... I don't need to, but they, they just gave me the box. I've got a smart TV, so I can just get anything I want on yeah, the well, internet. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I was Sky. Say, can, we, can we give you the TV package? I don't want the TV package. Well, if you... if no. you, Here's a special offer for you, sir. You can have the TV package for free. <laughs> right, okay. But then we'll charge you more for the broadband. What? What is... Yeah. How is... That's not a deal? I don't even want the TV. I don't really watch TV. Ah. I, like I say, I've got a smart TV in. So I watch, I like music and I like, I can just go on YouTube and watch really what I want. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing, guys. Um, uh, you, could, you can watch anything you want anywhere at all these days. There's just, exactly. um, it, everything is available everywhere. Yeah, and it's free. It's free. God damn it. It's just like having a... It's like having a 45-inch laptop. Ooh, 45-incher. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. 45-incher. No, it's just the TV I've got. Okay, yeah, not a... Nothing uh, flash. No. I mean, just normal. But I, I love my music, so I can... Oh, I love your music, too. I think you're great. Oh. But there was a singer called Dion, wasn't there? There was. There still is. He's still around, Dion. Is he still alive, is he? He's still, he's still around, yeah, yeah. Blimey, he's getting on a bit then, isn't he? He, um, um... Well, I'm the type of guy who'll yeah, never come around. Yeah. But he also did some really good albums in the 70s. Like kind I'll have of to look him folky. up later. Yes. Right. Go yeah. on YouTube and look at him. Yes. Was it, was it Dion and the Belmonts, wasn't it? That was the fella, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, so um, you die. If you sleep too much, you die. I was listening about that early this morning. Yeah. Well, yesterday morning. Now. All right, mate, I'm doing old where, news. Okay, I get it. I get it. It's old news. Where do they get all these experts from? Colleges uh, and universities. Yeah, great. 
Yeah. And then you've got another expert on about in a few decades. The Earth's not going to be as it is. Yeah, no. Well, these, well, hang on a minute. But these are experts. So are politicians, and they don't do much cook, do they? No, but politicians aren't experts. But experts are actually experts. They've been trained in their expertise. Um, I don't know. They do all these surveys, and that, and I've never been asked. Have you not even been asked for family fortunes? <laughs> no, thanks. But these, but the, no, but but they don't just right. These are scientists, right? And they don't just go out and stand outside Poundland and go, "Excuse me, sir, can I ask, well, how long do you sleep for, and have you died?" They they do like years, years of research in laboratories. Yeah. Yeah. And. Huh? And they come up with nothing, really. Well, no, they come up with... Well, hang on a minute. How do you think they managed to um, find a cure for lots of cancers? Just by guesswork. Yes, but the sleep thing and that... Right. I mean, I I sleep where my body tells me to. Yes, man. And sometimes I could be awake for two or three days. Not so much now, but when I was working and that. And then... I could sleep for sort of twenty odd hours. Okay, but that's okay. But you were immersed. You were a, um, a you're a killer. You're I'm a soldier. Not a killer, where'd you get that from? I only I only kill radio presenters. You you t- <laughs> you told me that you're a you were a soldier and you used to kill people. Yeah, but it wasn't the job, was it? Well, you were doing it for the British military. Yeah. It, my job was to stop people getting killed, not okay. to do kill people. Okay. Um, right. But anyway, yes. yeah, this sleep thing, so... Three days. You stay awake for three days, though, man. I've stayed awake for three days for various reasons. Yeah, and then you might sleep You are. You hours. are insane. By the end of day three, you are insane, man. Absolutely insane. Nuts! No, you're not. I mean, when when you were, I never watched it, but you did that. Um, I don't know. Petri Hoskins was talking about you. I did uh, Petri Hoskins. What? Yeah, she was talking about you. She was picking you up because you're on that the thing in Australia. Oh, um, father dear, father down under. There's a reference. Yeah, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. That was it. Yes. And she was rooting for you. Was she? she? I love Petra. She knows you and you know her. I love, I love. Do you know what? I texted Petra yesterday for the first time in about a year. I love Petra. I listen to her in the morning when I'm about. Yeah, she's good. She's good. She's good, yeah. Yeah, She's, She's, you know, she says she's, well, she's like you. She says how it should be said. Yep. Instead of ponting around. Yeah. All that PC and all that. Yes. That's why I like listening to you. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn. I don't care, Dion. I don't care. I know, I thought, uh, I normally go through the papers. Yeah. Through the night. And one came up with you and I thought, well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, mate. Great I, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, it was. That. I thought, well done. All right, all right. Um, go on. Should have more radio like that. Thank you, Dion. You're a good lad. Nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Down here. 
I'm the type of guy who can never muck around. That's not the right page. Why do I write pages down? Oh, here we go. MPs want to ban eating dogs, despite having no proof it happens in the UK. Why do we all get so sensitive about eating dogs? What, what's the what's the deal? Um, what's the deal with eating? Why is that such a weird thing? We eat pigs and we eat cows and we eat sheep. Some of us eat cats. What's wrong with eating a dog, man? MPs have demanded a ban on the eating of dog meat, even though the RSPCA said there was no evidence it happens in this country. They have backed a campaign by an international canine pressure group to have the disgusting habit made illegal. It's a bit racist, isn't it? In certain parts of the world, dog is considered a delicacy. So, So you're saying that those people are wrong just because... We invite dogs into our homes. Those people are... What about in India where they don't eat cows? Where they worship cows? You go to India, there's cows just walking through the street. Well, I was in India once, and this cow just walked into a shop. We went, what's that? And they said, well, you, can't, you can't shoe it on. It's a cow. It's like the holy animal. It's, it's just a cow in the shop. So what? That, and we all think that's a bit weird, but... Downing Street promised to look closely at new U.S. legislation introducing a total ban on the import, trade and consumption of dog meat. But the RSPCA said it had never received a report of anyone eating a dog in Britain. Dogs are eaten in several Far Eastern countries, often in the belief the flesh is a health tonic. In the UK, there are already laws making the commercial trade in dog meat illegal. But campaigners are calling for tighter controls as neither the killing of dogs to eat nor consumption of dog meat is currently outlawed. Oh, man. I'd love a dog sandwich right now. Nice bit of dog meat. The Hong Kong-based World Dog Alliance said said it believed the practice was being spread in Britain thanks to immigration from the Far East. Um... Um, just come on, man. Why, why is it that some animals are a bit, uh, a little bit funny, and then other animals, it's like, yeah, no, no, kill that one, kill, kill that one, eat that. If I listen, if I was on a desert island and there was a dog there, the dog would get killed and it would get eaten. Have a spike up its bum and it'll be hog roasted over a fire. I bet Paul Ross has eaten dog. Come in, Paul. You've eaten dog, haven't you? Not yet. Not yet. It's on the list. I bet you. I thought you would have been, no. been to like Korea. I've eaten or... monkey accidentally. I think in Brazil. Accidentally. No, Come on. no true story. I was, it was uh, when I was doing more serious stuff back in the eighties. Yeah. And we did an investigation into mercury pollution up the Amazon towards the Bolivian border because there was a big gold rush there. They were sieving it out, combining it with mercury, killing the freshwater oh, porpoises. Oh no. And we went up there, and literally it was like the Wild West. I mean, we saw human bodies floating past. There were there were shacks. They were making so much money. There were shacks with like four Harley Davidsons outside, but no plumbing. 
It was that kind of yeah, feeling yeah, up there. Yeah. And uh, we went to this cantina right between a place called Portovello and the Bolivian border. And the guy said, you know, we're serving stuff. And they all stopped talking the minute we went in that classic, like, like you're back in Wales, yeah, back in the yeah, 60s, yeah. or in a Western. And we said, we'll have some of that. And our, our guy was speaking, but nobody really spoke. We spoke, the guy spoke Portuguese. And I spoke a tiny bit of Portuguese, but they were speaking their local dialect. Yeah. And so we got the food, and it was like a stew for breakfast with some rice, and they gave us leaves to scoop it up with, and then, and then finally they produced cutlery. And I said to the I had a couple of early beers, and then the, I said to the guy, what did we just eat? And he looked at me, I said, and I like, manjari, and he took me to the door, and he put his arm on me, and he pointed at the monkeys in the trees. Now, whether that was true or not, I don't, whether he was winding up the gringo, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. but not dogs. I, did, I wouldn't have eaten a monkey through choice. Really? I mean... I interviewed an American guy once who lived on roadkill for a year. Oh, yeah. And he ate Labrador, any do anything that was left by the road, that's what he lived on. Yeah. And he was kind of interesting fellow. He's one of those survivalist types. And he was really quite upset that his book hadn't made him money. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a cookbook. It was a cookbook it for roadkill. Roadkill road cookbook well, and his story of a year. But it was just, just he was just a slightly odd bod. He's probably it, got a compound somewhere. Yeah, nut job. What is on your show tonight, Paul On Ross? the show tonight, I can't wait for this. Um, Disney have got this plan they're floating for robot stuntmen. Have you read anything about this? No, I've not Robot seen stuntmen. This. We've got one of America's leading stuntmen, former pro wrestler, on the programme to talk yeah. about the pros and cons of that. I'm looking forward to that. A robots, what, 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 jumping out of planes and well, stuff? Well, they reckon they can now make those, I mean, you know, we've, we've all seen images of when we had somebody on the show who's developing the so-called sex bots. Yes, yes. So they can, they've got the facility now, rather than Tom Cruise bake his ankle when he leaps from building to building in London, yeah. they could make a, a Tom Cruise robot with a skin that looked like Tom Cruise and programme that to do some of this stuff but of course it'd be much more powerful they've now got robots that can mimic the kind of jumping power of spiders they can go like 18 times their own height wow. so you'd have superhero movies where in the long shot it would look like tom cruise had genuine leaping bounding well, they powers they could do that with cgi now anyway but the feeling they? is it would interact much better okay. and, and we can all kind of, you know i know cgi's got so much better by yeah. leaps and bounds i mean you watch the first jurassic world now yeah it's like watching gertrude the dinosaur from 1921 yeah but actually this, so they're talking about this but we, we've got somebody on who obviously thinks this is a terrible idea Be out of work. so he's made his millions so yeah. we're talking about that as well and also a lovely story um they're trying to reintroduce bison into the wild in canada in particular there were once 30 million bison yeah and they're endangered by the late 19th century they've just had on this wonderful national park in Banff, three bison calves have been born, which I think is a lovely you story. So we're talking about that as well. Lotus and the usual old Tosh. The usual old Tosh. Lovely Paul Ross on at one o'clock. Thank you very much indeed. Now, you talk oh, about... No, go, okay. Do you know what? Actually, you point that finger at me, young fellow, I'm going to have you on this. <laughs> I'll pull it. You talk about... Don't pull it. I, don't, don't know. No. It's not. About f using a little bit of Portuguese when you were away. Did you have phrase books when you uh, used to travel around? Uh, I didn't actually know on that. I can't remember what happened. I think I got one of those, those, it was a cassette tape I played in the oh, car. Oh, you, you learned Couple it? Of, no, but I attempted to, but that was terrible, really. Because it says, there's a story of the phrase book is dying, because it, I've got it on my phone, but I'm streaming, so I can't use it. Because there's all these apps you can get now, where you speak into the oh, app. yeah, and it translates it like and a it, like the fish in Hitchhiker's Guide. The Babel fish. Yeah. It's incredible. We yeah. were playing with it the other day, because Catherine knows, like, Spanish and stuff, so she was saying filth in Spanish. Oh, dear. And it would translate it back into English as well. It's a shame, though, about the demise of the uh, phrase book. There was that brilliant Monty Python sketch wasn't there the drop filthy your, hungarian yeah. phrase book drop your panties sir william i cannot <laughs> wait until lunchtime my nipples explode with delight what a great guess that it was, was a good one right we're done we're out of here for god's sakes man that's enough of this rubbish don't uh, be silly kath <laughs> oh, um that was my youngest and that was only about six months ago we recorded that and he was in the car with me the other day and he said something and i heard the voice of 
like a, it sounded like a 12 year old. He's wow. just like, he just, he just yeah. his voice had matured just like that. I, I hate them growing older. When I was growing up, there was Ed Stupot's, you know, family choice or something yeah. on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And he said he was, they did an episode at a children's hospital one week, a program, and some little kid, seven or eight, came up and said that famous, hello, darling. Yeah. But he never knew who it was, and he used it every week. And wouldn't yeah. it be a great little documentary to try and track, Hello, that, track that kid down? Because it's a great little catchphrase, and then he laughed like Sid James. After one o'clock, we, Paul Ross is going to track that kid down and give him the <laughs> money that he deserves. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, Haley and Sam. I'll be back tonight at ten. Till then, ta-ta.